All right, and we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. Uh, today is, what, uh, May 6th? So uh, those were the comics that were released on May 4th and May 5th. Star Wars Day and Cinco de Mayo. The bi- two biggest comic book dates of the year. Uh, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and uh, I can't just talk comics alone. It'd be kind of boring, or I could just do that on TikTok. Like, what do I need this show for? Uh, no, this show is for when I bring on guests and we talk comics uh, the comics that came out this week. Uh, first, let me introduce my guest. Uh, she's been on the show before uh, uh, a couple of times. She's also played the Pokemon drinking game with us uh, on the, an episode of Keeg Back. Uh, we have Ambrosia Kep. Ambrosia, Hi. how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, audio channels are open, and it sucks. Sometimes I go five minutes into the show, and I'm like, audio channel's not open, but it's open so they can hear us. Uh, okay. How's your day going? Uh, it's been long, but it's going. It's exciting. Yeah? Yeah. Job um, one, job two, and now job three. What do you, wait, drop one, drop two? What's drop no, three? No, I, I, oh, I said drop one, so like teaching, and then Oh, job, job I was like, I was like, what's this new <laughs> slang? Drop <laughs> one, drop two, uh-oh. It's what the cool kids say, it's in Fortnite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I play Fortnite, and none of the kids want to talk to me. <laughs> You know what's so sad? Like, I thought being a middle school teacher that I would have, like, all these cool conversations with kids about, like, Star Wars, and no, they don't care. No. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, do kids care about Star Wars anymore? I don't, no. I don't know. No, they care about Grogu and Baby Yoda, and that's the extent of it. Yeah. Uh, we got we got a user out there, Gecko, says, hi, yo, LMAO. So, you know. Hi, Gecko. Uh, maybe, maybe it's one of your students. Who knows? Mm. <laughs> uh, we got It's Smitty out there that says Keegster, uh, which is none of our nicknames, but I like it. It's the Keegster. It's, um. It's better than Daddy Dimitri, so. Oh, yeah, that was, that was on the dr- Pokemon drinking game. Please, no more. No more <laughs> Daddy Dimitri. Uh, let me, let me introduce, uh, uh, my second guest for tonight, uh, you may know him from Wednesday Pull uh, uh, or Wednesday Pull List. What's the official title, Lex? We got so, Lex here. Hey, what's going on, everyone? So the podcast is called the Wednesday Pull List. Uh, it was started a long time ago, and then we just shortened it to Wednesday Pull for everything else uh, because we're lazy. So okay, all right, <laughs> uh, yeah. Can you imagine like all those characters in your Twitter, like the Wednesday Pull List? Like, <sighs> so the real thing is, I have. Like crippling OCD, so typing the three L's back to back bothers me every oh. time. So I'm like, ah, we'll just we'll just yeah. knock it off. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. would trip me up too. Yeah, so I just yeah. I'm lazy. Uh, uh, in in, in Espanol, uh, the two L's is a y sound. What's a three L? Mm, yeah. yeah. No <laughs> anyway, um, I don't I don't know I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I riffing? Why am I riffing? <laughs> Like, I'm waiting for some, like, a third guest to show up. Uh, No, it's just us three. Uh, But thank you, Lex. Thank you, Ambrosia, for coming on the show. Um, Happy to be here. Thanks for uh, having us. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, I mean, this this show is, uh, it's for the fans, but it's mostly for us to talk about the the comic books that we've read this week. Um, And so everybody out there that's, you know, uh, watching, I I see a couple of you out there right now. 
we are streaming to multiple platforms right now. Yes, it is true. Multiple platforms. But our main platform, our, our, our number one boo is volume.com. So if you're not on volume.com slash the Keeg show, you're probably on other platforms. And that's cool, too. Like, comment, subscribe, whatever platform you're on. But volume.com has our heart. They're good to us. We're good to them. Uh, they have a cool uh, uh, tipping uh, 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 application. It's called Amps. So if you sign up for a free account on volume.com, uh, you can then uh, get some amps and tip whatever creators are out there that you want to tip. Uh, so we're obviously uh, uh, one show that you could tip, but also there are other uh, awesome performers, singers, musicians on this platform. That's kind of what the platform's about. It's less about gaming, more about uh, performance uh, and art and whatnot. Gecko says, I'm broke, so uh, you can't, sadly. No, that's totally cool. If you don't have any money, that's fine. This is all free. It's free to create an account, free to watch. Um, but uh, may I ask, uh, if if you are broke, then you could follow the Keeg. You could follow the Wednesday pull list, uh, Lex, Ambrosia. Follow us on our social media, and that's free to do, and that definitely helps uh, uh, what we do, and you could show your support that way. Uh, well, you and don't need to drop dollars upon dollars. You don't need Gecko, to. Gecko, I also take virtual high fives, so there's that. <laughs> how how will you know if they don't, if they, like, you can't see them? You just keep your hand out until, and you hope that they. No, it's it's inside. You feel it on the inside. Oh, okay. All right. It's just like one All of those right. things. It's like your spidey yeah. sense. Uh, but... yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> I'm trying to follow Ambrosia's train of thought here. Uh, yeah. There's not one, so get off it. Yeah. Uh, yes, and. That's what I've learned from 15 years of improv. Uh, Ambrosia, great idea. We're going to move with that. Uh, <laughs> um, I want to know, before we even like start talking about comics, uh, uh, I want to talk about comics. Uh, but what comics did you guys read this week? Because uh, for those of you out there who don't know, new DC comics come out on Tuesdays. Everything else comes out on Wednesdays. And then, you know, we talk about it on Comic Talk on Thursday nights. Uh, what did what did, uh, what did did you guys read? Ambrosia, go for it. Oh, sorry. I, I was just, I was commenting back to Azen. He said, pouring cups into a drink is awkward. Well, fun fact, I'm awkward, so it works. But anyways, back to comics. <laughs> um, this week, uh, I have, uh, I read a lot more Marvel than I did DC so far. Um, I read America Chavez, uh, Amazing Spider-Man issue 65, Heroes Reborn, uh, Carnage, Black, White, and Blood, Star Wars, uh, War of the Bounty Hunters, X-Men, Curse of the Man thing, um, and I was halfway done through Batman Fortnite and Man Bat. No, I lied. Yeah, Man Bat, but issue number three, not four. Okay. Okay. I read a lot of those, but I think you guys have both outread me. And I think that just comes with the with the with the extra responsibility of hosting the show mm. is like prepping the show and not reading as much. And the time I'm using to prep, you guys could fit in ten more comics. So, yeah. uh, Lex, what what do you got? What do you uh, what do you what did you read this week? Well, I typically read um, indie books first. Yeah, so I know okay. we're gonna, we're talking more about Marvel and DC. I do read a ton of Marvel and DC, probably mm -hmm. too much. Um, my wife yeah. is always wondering what I'm doing. So I read Baby Teeth. It's an Aftershock book written by Donny Cates, another Austinite. 
Eve, as Ambrosia mentioned earlier from Boom Studios. There's a book that came out from Aftershock called Eden, number one. I read that one. That was good. Uh, Wind, six. I'm still on the wind kick. But from Marvel and DC, that was all the indie books I think I read. I read a book called Good Asian from Image. That just came out. It just came out. Issue yeah. Oh, did I hear about that? Is it good? I thought it was good, uh, but it's yeah. an issue number one. I usually pick up most image number ones just off of okay. a chance. More times than not, they're yeah. going to be mildly entertaining. And yeah. as far as Marvel goes, I've read Amazing Spider-Man. I always keep that on the pull list ever since I was like 20. So yeah, that's there. And that's twice a month too, right? Unfortunately, it's uh, three yeah. times a month. I think. Is it three times a month? There's two yeah. issues and a giant size, which we can talk about my disdain for that in a little bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Incredible Hulk, I'm still hanging on to that. I read, I started Strange Academy, I didn't finish it. Carnage, Black, White, and Blood, Star Wars, Bounty Hunter, Heroes Reborn. Um, I think that's all from Marvel. DC, I read, I don't have DC pulled up. Oh, Batman 108, Suicide yeah. Squad. Green Lantern, and I started the next Batman Second Son, but I fell asleep. <laughs> so okay, that right. doesn't mean that it wasn't good. I just uh, yeah, I'm prone to falling asleep. No, I that's get fair. It. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, I get into moods where I'm like, I could just binge a bunch of uh, yeah. comics, and then I get into a mood where I'm like, like the other day, I, I think it was Tuesday. Even I was like, I'm not in the mood to do anything productive except. Mm-hmm maybe find something productive. I don't know. I was like, I can't do anything. And I was like, I'm going to do laundry. And that's when I got my laundry done. I was like, all right. You know, I commend you because I don't ever think I like have that. Like, you know what? I'm going to do some laundry right now. Well, yeah. That makes me sound way more productive than I am. Uh, it's that's It doesn't happen that often. But there mm-hmm. are times where I'm like, I don't feel like playing a game. I don't feel like watching anything. I don't feel like reading anything. I don't feel like doing key work. Uh, I'm going to do laundry. Let's see if I can do something. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, let's Uh, move a shelf. (laughs) Lex, I have a question. Uh, Baby teeth. We're on issue 18 of that, correct? It is issue 16. I could be lying. It's issue 17. Oh, it's 17. Okay. We were both wrong. We're in the middle. How is that one? Because (laughs) I saw I'm one who's like drawn to covers. And I saw uh, the cover of it because it has like the baby on it, right? Holding the world, yeah. It's like yeah. a uh, pacifier type thing. And I was like, Holy "What God, is that. Baby Teeth about?" Yeah, because oh, for one, I love Donny Cates. I love Donny Cates too. I, I was someone that didn't. Um, Donny Cates got a lot of hype really fast, and I was someone that I'm usually sort of uh, anti people overhyping things. Are you a hipster? Uh, Nah, I don't know. Maybe. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> so, someone. No, I, I get it because I'm the same way. And and so, <laughs> I was like, okay, he can't be that good. He can't be that good. And then he, I think the first thing I read from him was God Country, and uh, it blew me away. And so then I just automatically became a fan. Not to mention his, you know, his Venom stuff, cross crossover, a lot of things that he's doing. So I'm sort of a fanboy now, like hardcore. Uh, no, I get it. Because God Country was the first thing. No, because same way. I'm like, no, this guy is not that great. And yeah. then 
but like when it came to crossover <laughs> in issue one i found myself like crying yeah uh, and i was like this is so good and so i and i love his venom stuff and i didn't realize that he was writing baby teeth until this mm. week and so it's typically if it's a new book like i try to start off with like the first issue and so yeah. now we're on issue 17 do i is it one that i should get into i think so i mean i've also uh, started reading everything he puts out so that's why i i say yes and it's not i think what really started off is uh he does a lot of things for the community and here in austin and during whenever the coronavirus really hit um at first he bought he, at my comic book shop he paid for everyone's pull list every outstanding oh, yeah, every outstanding Aww. you know charge that you had everything you had on your pull list he just paid for everybody's and he just, you know, his only thing was like, hey, if you guys just keep coming back, you know what I mean? Try to keep him in business. And so once he did that, I was like, okay, this guy, this guy's okay. <laughs> he's he's all right in my book. So that now I support everything he he does. Um, but it's, And that's Donnie Cates? Donnie Cates, yeah. He has a comic shop? No. So, no. It just, my, my comic shop is one of the more popular shops in Austin, Austin Books and Comics. Uh, he frequents okay. there a lot. And uh, I think he did the same thing with the other big one here and maybe mm -hmm. two other ones. He just paid for everyone's pull list, which was a big deal. That's huge. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I had no idea he did that. Is Does he live in Texas? Yeah, he lives in Austin. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. See, now I'm an even yeah. bigger fangirl. I've never actually like met him or anything. There was one time a few weeks ago or probably like the last month where things were really heavy with COVID. He... Um, he had bought out all this restaurant and then had like giving out sandwiches and stuff for people. And uh, part of me was like, Hey, do I go and get a sandwich just for the introduction? But I was also like, I, I don't want to take a spot in line for someone that actually needs it yeah. just to be like, Oh, Hey, I'm a huge fan. That would just be in bad taste. So I didn't do that. No, that's so. awesome that he does. I didn't realize. Yeah. That. He does a lot of stuff down here for the community. So he's, I'm a fan. I'm a fanboy of his. No, that's awesome. That's cool. Okay, sorry. Um, Anyways, baby teeth. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, well, before actually we get to baby teeth, uh, uh, I just want to read out some comments. Uh, Gecko asks, "What's the first comic you ever read?" Uh, and then he says, or, or uh, they say, uh, "Mine was Silver Surfer first issue." Then Marcus Pineapple showed up, says, "What's up?" Gecko says, "What's pop?" I don't know why I'm reading this. This is like a stenographer thing. Like <laughs> this is what happened in the courtroom today. Uh, Marcus shows up. What's up? Gecko says, what's poppin'? Uh, I reply, hey, hey. Cindy the Yummy Geek is out there. She's waving. What's up, Cindy? Um, um, but really quick, if we could answer the, the what's the first comic we ever read question, and then we can get into Baby Teeth and what that's about. Uh, you guys are cool with that? Yes. All right, start us off, Geek. Oh, uh, my, my first one is, uh, ooh, first comic I ever read is tough. Uh, my dad grew up with, uh, like, Tintin comics. Because uh, 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 in Sri Lanka, in Sri Lanka, it was all European comics, right? Disney comics, uh, Tintin, Asterix. Like, those are, like, the big ones. Yeah. So my first comics I read were Tintin and Asterix. And uh, uh, that was back, that was, like, back when I was a kid. Because my parents don't like superhero stuff. Like, they're not mm -hmm. just, like, they're not into it. Uh, but my first superhero comic that I ever read or bought might have been, there's an uh, issue of Fantastic Four that was at a grocery store. And I was like, I want that one. And so I got that. Back when uh, comics were at the grocery store. Yeah, uh, like the drugstore and stuff like that. 
Yeah, and that it was uh, it was drawn by Carlos Pacheco, and mm. I, I remember that because I like his art. So, uh, yeah, that's my first. All right, what about you, Lex? So my first comic book uh, was my first time I fell in love with comics. The Mask had just came out in theaters. We just saw it. Uh, I loved it so much as as most kids did. And my parents, I was you know walking around the house rehearsing lines over and over from the movie. So my parents were probably going to try to kick me out as a young child. And um, at same thing as like a drugstore, I think my mom saw an issue of The Mask Strikes Back. And oh, okay. She yeah. Got it for me. And I was a kid at the time. And she brings it home yeah. to me, like, hey, he's reading. He'll stop quoting the mask movie. I open it up, blows my mind because it's not a book for children at all. Nope. And yeah. um, I felt like it was like a dirty magazine. I hid it under my pillow and all, all this stuff. And then I just I, I realized if there were stories like that, like mature stories in these books, like I can watch a movie in 26 pages, then it was a medium that I would fall in love with. And so The Mass Strikes Back, the first issue was the first book I ever read. Oh. All right. All right. By the way, uh, thank you, Cindy, out there uh, uh, for for uh, the amps. Uh, for those of you who don't know, amps are a, a form of tipping. It's the credit on uh, on volume.com, where we're streaming to, volume.com slash The Keeg Show. Uh, and so uh, thank you so much, Cindy. Thank you so she much. She gave for us that. 10 amps. 10 amps. I can you amped. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ambrosia, uh, what's your what's your comment? So mine was actually I didn't realize how much of a gem this was. Uh, I was mm-hmm. at my local library and I found the Amazing Spider Man issue one twenty two, which was uh-huh. uh, the death of Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so automatically it drew me like that was I didn't know stuff like that existed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so instantly Peter Parker had my heart. Yeah. And I became a nerd from that moment on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some of my first comics were from the, the library. Did Mine you guys too. have that experience? Mine too, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was whatever the library had back then, because they didn't have much. Same. But, Same. like, one of my first ones was Kingdom Come, which is... Hey, wow, that's weird. So, yeah. one of my first ones from the library, one of the first uh, yeah. superhero comic books that I've read, like, yeah. the entire, like, arc of... Yeah. Uh, what What's funny is it takes place in a future with all these DC characters that I didn't even know. Like, yeah. I didn't even, you know what I mean? When you're a kid, you know the big ones. But yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Like, they mentioned Green Arrow. And I'm like, do they mean Green Lantern? Like, there's a joke in the book about Green Lantern, Green Arrow getting mixed up. And then I got confused because I'm like, I don't know which one's which. Because <laughs> Green Arrow's not even in Super Friends. No. You know? Not. Yeah. So... I don't know. Uh, Kingdom Come was like one of my first ones, but I love it. My and a lot of those library ones I ended up buying anyway, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, that's what, like, I mean, Amazing Spider-Man issue 122 is kind of a, a not a throwaway issue. And so I yeah. went back to find it and my library doesn't have any more comic books. Wow. So, they had single issues? Yeah. Like they would that's put it in like, like a, like a, little binder thingy so yeah they put, like magazines in yeah yeah but that yeah, yeah. So that... oh but those pages those pages are not meant for the library mm. like no. constant the people just old like old school paper yeah yeah oh man but yeah we didn't have single issue comics we just had no. like the the, the hardcovers or the paperbacks or whatever uh yeah um tell uh sorry lex tell us about 
the the new uh well new ish comic uh, Baby Teeth. What's the premise? So Baby Teeth is weird because it started in like 2017, and then he caught fire and started doing all these other projects, and so it went on hiatus like a lot of books do. And this was like one of his yeah. first projects, and so now he's coming back to it. I think they're going to wrap it up i think there's only like maybe four issues i think i know this is the last arc so i don't know exactly how many issues i think it's four but it's the basic premise is a girl named sadie she's 16 years old she finds out that she's pregnant which you have to it, it dives deep into that like being a young mother and her family is loving so she doesn't have any of that but her baby is the antichrist and um it's sort of deals with that extra layer of stress on top of being oh. a young mother. Yeah, I definitely need to read that one. Yeah, it's so good. And then, again, it, I like I say on my show, my opinion probably doesn't mean much because I like terrible things and I like good things, so there's no <laughs> No, I, I 100% get that. It's good, though. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, I definitely need to check that out. So this is still considered volume one then, yeah? Yeah, I think so. I, don't, I haven't gotten in trade form. Uh, I got all the, I get it in single issues. So maybe. Have you heard of, well, I'm, you've been keeping up with like the indie stuff, Department of Truth. Have you read that? Oh, yeah. I love it so much. So we reviewed it for the show uh, last month. And that was the first time uh, I read it because I didn't really like the art style. I am more of a c- colorful, solid line art style. You know, this was not of, like that at all. And it's not. It's very dramatic. It's very drab, uh, emotional. And so I didn't expect to like it, but I loved it. And I got wrapped up in it really, really quick. Yeah. Have you, because issue eight came out this week too. I picked it up. I haven't read it. Okay. Yeah. Mainly I because it. I'm mainly because I'm behind. Uh, so am I on that one. I, yeah. I'm only on issue five on that one. But yeah. Department of Truth is really cool too. Yeah. Really By the cool. way, I love that, like... First, one of the big things I love about this show is, like, we can all, like, keep up with each other. But also, you guys are reading way more shit than I am. So, that's also crazy because, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of the alpha geek over over here in my neighborhood. Uh, but no, you guys Dang, are out that's there That's why being I was like, excited to come on here because I could talk to, yeah. like, I, we make nerd content and I talk to my co-host every week. But, like, yeah. other than that, I don't really talk to that many nerds outside of... No, right. that's why, like, I love... I talk about this probably all the time, but, like, I love, like, finding the TikTok community mm-hmm. because I had no idea that other people liked comic books or, like, Same. could talk to other people. So, like, recently, it's just been, like, even on Twitter, it's just, like, mind-blowing of having some of these conversations that I've, like hid not hid but like you just kept within yourself because you don't get to talk about it with yeah. everyone and they don't get it like at dinner i can't just be like mom iron man and yeah, just, yeah yeah cool <laughs> yeah i definitely can relate to that so it's, it's been neat so thanks guys <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's really cool like being able to get you guys uh, uh up on uh on this show and be able to like really get into it um let's see uh, real quick question before we get started, uh, talking back to talking about the weekly, uh, releases and whatnot. Um, do you guys, do you guys like single issues or getting trades? I do both. Mm-hmm. Okay. So is I, there a reasoning behind how you do it? A strategy? 
Um, if I, I try to keep up with like the most current stuff, but if there's like, so for instance, I didn't read Doomsday Clock, but I started getting Rorschach. And so, but everyone told me that you need to read Doomsday Clock before. So I, really, yeah, that's, yeah. I don't think they're tied in together. Oh, oh. Yeah. Rorschach's like its own standalone thing. So I can read that because I've been getting the issues. Yeah. But I haven't read it because I've been, like, trying to get through Doomsday. Yeah. Doomsday and- Clock is just how the Watchmen universe affected the DC universe for a very specific amount of time. And then, yeah. no spoilers. But Rorschach actually is in continuity with the original Watchmen comic and the Watchmen TV show. So I can read, I can start reading that? Yeah. Okay. Well, never yeah. mind. <laughs> um, but, no, I try to, I buy tradebacks like that. I haven't been able to keep up with the comics mm. and then I, I buy single issues like when as they come out or yeah I don't know I just like I, I, I like to have both yeah I yeah. used to do both a lot uh, especially if it was a story that I really liked like Invincible I have every issue I have every short uh, trade and then I have the three compendiums so if it's a story that I love that i you know, buy whatever I can find of it. Here lately, though, um, I've made the change to digital. So I have Comicsology Unlimited, uh, DC mm. Universe, and Marvel Unlimited. And for me, it just, also Hoopla with my libraries. So for me, it's just easier mm. to just knock out stories that way than hunting down trades. But I, I do, you know, we have a place called Half Price Books that has a massive trade, uh, just like, shelf and so every now and then i go and pick up some but uh less trades now still single issues every yeah. week. And i think also uh, the collector in me i which is a bad it's it's a bad habit but oh, like so bad it, it really is and so like it's almost like i i need to have it like i need to have it in mm-hmm. right there but i also i also like tradebacks because i could share them with other people that's so, what I do too, yeah. So I'm like, hi, let yeah. me introduce you to this. So it's mm-hmm. easier than like me picking up like my pile of comics to give to them. And I'm also a little OCD when it comes to like my single issue comics. Oh, like, yeah. oh, don't do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, fine. Yeah. it's fine. So I like to like the tradebacks to like share with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't collect comics, uh, mostly because I can't touch them. Like, I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't seal them up. When I, when I mean I don't collect, I don't collect just to collect. So I have my trade paperbacks. So mm-hmm. behind this green screen, there's like two shelves. Uh, and I will expand more. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. running out of space on these shelves. But the point being is like, I like getting the trade paperbacks or the hardcovers in order to display it. It needs a spine. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it needs, it needs a spine. And that's what I like to display. And that's my bookshelf, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, so I guess I'm collecting in a way, but also it's to read as well. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the people who seal up their comics and they don't, you know, they See, don't I'm, touch I'm, them. I'm sort of the same way. I do collect. I do. Yeah. I'm a pretty serious collector. I, I mean, and I say serious, I hunt books and, and, you know, I tried to get books that I, that really are value to me. Like I have two complete ROM runs. No one needs oh. Two complete wrong runs. I just yeah. have it because I love that character for no reason. But I don't grade comic books. Like for me, that is, I just, I like to, I like the smell of the old paper. I like to bust out yeah. the old books. 
for me, it, it, I know that I'm never going to sell 99% of my collections. So there's real no point of paying a lot of money for someone to tell me 100%. how much it's worth. I'm just like, I, I like collecting, I do, but it's more for like me because I'm a, a huge fan. A hundred percent. Like one of my goals is to have like, as like amazing Spider-Man, that was my first issue. Like that is my soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I've been trying to collect all the amazing Spider-Man, um, from volume one, which I'm never going to get some that's of That's a those. tough, yeah. That's a t- yep. <laughs> I've been working on that. <laughs> I was 16 years old. That's a tough, uh, that's a tough task. It is, it is. But like, I, you know, so many people are like, oh, you need to get that graded. That one's like such a big issue. Like that's a mint condition, but I'm never going to get them graded because yeah, like, no. those are for me and like it's something others are like well even if you get it graded you could read it online if it's a story but it's not it's like that yeah. paper fill i don't know it's so yeah because you can just read it online anyways what's the point of buying it right it's it's yeah. it's special and so i yeah. none of my comics are graded Same. yeah uh, uh uh just a side note that i wanted to say was there was a moment in time years ago maybe when spider-man one came out the la times did reprints of the original Spider-Man comics and put them in your newspaper. Like, so you would get like little reprints. Uh, and I think they were the full issue stories. Uh, just, yeah. Uh, did they do it out, out there? No, I just, I think I remember hearing that though. I, it it sounds familiar. So I have some of them packed away. It's not like they're worth anything, but it was like kind of cool that the LA times was like, all right, here's a Spider-Man one. It's a reprint. It's on like cheap, paper and mm-hmm. uh they you know they staple it together and like they throw it in your newspaper it's like oh it was really cool as a kid it was like once a week i think sunday newspaper really cool. thing. yeah, well, yeah. it's kind of i mean they've kind of well it's not the same we don't get it for free but they've been doing that like with the walking dead how they uh oh yeah like the deluxe version they're mm-hmm. the colored yeah. ones and so i mean it's totally different but also not i don't know yeah. because i don't yeah. have the originals and that's something that i mean i would love but i'm still able to read the stories as they come out yeah, yeah. and i guess if i wanted yeah. to i could get the trade back but i don't know it's yeah. also really cool being able to get my walking dead weekly yeah yeah i uh i want to get the the is it three compendiums of invincible yes. it's three, is it, yeah it's it's three right with uh, each one with like 50 issues each oh yeah that's massive. 47 47 it's a massive okay. undertaking yeah it yeah is. yeah uh uh but i'm trying to i'm trying to find them i love complete collection like you know hardcovers trade paperbacks whatever no our uh, comic book store was smart like they just ordered a massive amount of them when the show came out yeah. um and so they they still have some over at mine which is awesome but mm. do it yeah they have the the the, the paperback ones uh, the hardcover ones, I had got the the three at my shop. The, they had them on the shelf. And before the show came out, I was like, I've always wanted them. When the show comes out, uh, they're going to be impossible to find. So I just snagged them. So yeah, but they have they have so many issues on the wall. And my wife just stares at me when I come home from the comic book shop because I just pick up two issues from the you know regular single issues every time I'm in there. I tell myself I'm not going to do more than two, even though I have, but... I tell myself I'm not going to do more than two. Well, it's I I've, I've been playing a dangerous game because uh, I sold a, a large chunk of my Funko Pops to my comic book store. Uh-huh. And so now I have store credit. Oof, and it has been, it's so dangerous because mm-hmm. I think I have like a million dollars and I'm like, I'll take this and yeah. I'll take this. It's been, it's been rough. Most dangerous. Yeah. 
Um, uh, we're gonna bring it back to uh, uh, what's a what's an issue this week that we all read? Do we all read Amazing Spider-Man? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I got I got some images uh, lined up as long as I can find it. Boom! Shakalaka. Amazing Spider-Man sixty-five. Um, where we're still seeing. Well, well, leading up to this, there was the whole Kindred thing that lasted like a year. It was so tiring, and I'm you know, like, I, I feel don't like, care. I, I feel like COVID, Kindred is anymore. I feel like COVID heard that story a lot yeah. because we were all at home, and that was it. And there was they were teasing it so much, and it was like overdone. And yeah. to the point they were the same. Whenever they we found out who he was, I was just like, I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Don't I and thought I Harry Osborn was alive, though. Like, so I thought I. he was anyways alive. Was he not he was alive? alive? I felt like I missed something, and then I felt like I was a really bad Spidey fan because I had no idea. I thought he was alive. Yeah. I thought the last time we saw him, he was... I can't remember what storyline it was, but he was walking away with his son. Um, damn, I wish I knew the issue. But I feel like he was alive. And so that's why yeah. when they, they said it was him, because you know a lot of people had speculated that it was Gwen Stacy... And, I thought so too. And so yeah. did I. I thought it was, and I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool, kind of a callback. Um, just by the way she was messing with Norman and you know their weird history and stuff like that. That never yeah. happened. Uh, <laughs> well, here here's the thing. So they've been kind of dancing around that plot lately. They've been hinting they have been. at yeah. I think they're gonna undo it. There's something coming up that I think they're gonna undo sins of the past. They I have hope. to. I, I hope, hope so. It's so that bad. Was- it was the worst thing. Yeah. I completely put my head in the sand when it comes to that yeah. because it was the worst. Yeah. Yeah, it's really it, it has to be fake. It has to be a I mean, why didn't they just override it being like, oh, it was the jackal? Like yeah. like it's all clone related stuff. So it's it wasn't Gwen Stacy who did it. Norman Osborn just commissioned a Gwen Stacy clone. Because then that at least that means Norman Osborne's the gross one. Yeah. Instead of putting it also on Gwen. I feel like they mentioned it in uh, around the time that Dark Avengers was going on. They uh-huh. had a spinoff series called American Son, where yeah. Norman wanted um, Harry to be like a sidekick kind of character. Yeah. And then they did another spinoff where one of the twins from Gwen Stacy or something like yeah. that took up the mantle. I just... So they reference it all the time. I just think it's weird that they even still reference it. They should have just yeah. cut it out. Just Yeah. 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 That being said, that that story was like 10, 15 years ago, right? At this point, yes. that ten years, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So, Wait, yeah. yeah. But like, I was really hoping that yeah, we would get something to do with Gwen Stacy or that. Like, I feel like that they could have done so much more with the Kindred story than what it was just. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Well, all the storylines are kind of coming together right now, right? Yeah. So, like, I so think we this got issue in particular. Yeah. When it started to tie things in. Yeah, so we got we got uh, the whole the whole kindred thing. Kindred now is in uh, Kingpin's possession. Norman Osborn's playing ball with Kingpin in order to figure out what to do with Kindred, who is Harry Osborn. Um, we also had the storyline where I this is my favorite storyline. My favorite storyline is uh, what's Robbie Robertson's son's name? Oh, I don't know. Uh, is it Rob? Robbie Junior. Just kidding. Is, is it? I mean, be. maybe. I legitimately yeah. read the issue not too long ago, and I could not tell you what <laughs> Yeah, I forget his name. Uh, but him and... Uh, so Robbie Robertson and, and Tombstone and their kids, 
their kids are uh, dating, and it's this Romeo and Juliet story. Randy. Randy, Randy Robertson, yes. Randy. Especially because Robbie and Tombstone hate each other so much. I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it is a Montague Capulet kind of situation, right? Um, and, and they reference Romeo and Juliet in there as well. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, that's my favorite storyline. And then you also have Boomerang with Go- Mangog. Who? What's the What's the creature's name? Uh, Every, like it's. I swear, I just read it. But it's that little, and he's like a little cute creature. And but oh, then he takes off the collar and uh, big. Fudge, what's his name? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about it's, that. It's like a one-syllable name. Um, is it Gog? Yes. Is it just Gog? Okay. Because yes. Mangog is from Thor, Thor, I think. Yeah. 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 Not to be confused with Gog from... Uh, DC? Uh, from DC. Uh, yeah. Magog. Yeah. What's up with that? Is that a is that like a mythical name? It's got to be something. <laughs> yeah, it has to mean something. Um, so you're, you're dealing with all of that, uh, all coming together, plus the storyline where Spidey has a new suit and mm-hmm. that is being like broadcast. Like everything he sees is being broadcast yeah. through the suit per his agreement with Jonah Jameson and what, what's the, whatever Laura the company Winters. is called? Oh, uh, Threats and Menace. Yeah. Threats and it's Menace. Like yeah. Live streaming his adventures yeah. sort of, How many which is eight? cool. Yeah. Like I did like that they kind of tried to take like some modern stuff and put it in there. But how long do you think his suit is gonna last? Oh, he'll be out of it soon. I said six. It's a weird it yeah, yeah, he'll be out of it soon. Not because I mean it also comes with like an asterisk, right? Yeah. It's like his suit has the live streaming capability. At some point he's gonna be tired of it. There's shit's gonna hit the fan and he's not gonna have that blue suit. Uh, I wish I had the, uh, an image of the blue suit prepped, but we, we I never know what we're gonna talk about. So whatever. The whole, the whole uh, episode I've, or this whole issue, I felt like it's the beginning seeds to uh, Sinister War or whatever it's called. The oh yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I imagine that uh, he'll be losing it pretty soon. Well, okay. Can uh, we? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh wait for what for me? Yeah. Well, what what were you gonna say? Because I had a separate idea, but what were oh, you gonna say? My, I was gonna. You're talking about the Sinister War? No, I was kind of gonna jump to the end with who we all see, like on the last page. Oh, uh, who do? Uh, we have Jessica Jones. Uh, Luke oh Luke. yeah. Oh yeah, the new event or the old Mighty Avenger, New Avengers, whatever. Yeah, uh, they would have been New Avengers. New Avengers. Oh, yeah, Hawkeye, Jessica Drew, uh, Iron Fist. Yeah. Jessica Jones and Logan and Luke yeah. Cage. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's the street level heroes. Yeah, they're just missing I the guess. thing. Whoever was that was a great team. I like that team a lot. I I was excited when I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh though that team up doesn't stand out to me that much. Mm. Mostly because yeah, the the thing being on the Avengers is kind of a weird It was. Uh, I am a I'm a huge Fantastic Four fan though. So Yeah. I love him. So anytime he gets to some spotlight. I'm I'm a huge fan. Do you do you think there's a re- like why have Luke Cage and Thing on the same team? Don't they don't they have the same That's capabilities? True. That's true. It's kind of redundant, right? Yeah. It's like has, brother brother Voodoo too. and Doctor Strange on a team. Yeah. I would say which think I think might have happened. It has definitely happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what were you gonna say, Lex? 
I was gonna say I, I would say that Thing has more experience than Luke Cage, but that doesn't really matter because yeah, anybody on the team has more experience than someone else. Yeah. Also, Luke Cage can at least fit through doorways. Yeah, I'm surprised the Thing can fit in a doorway. The Thing is more of a distraction. That's all he is. Yeah. Only that's why they need him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We got a couple comments. Matthew Morey says, "Old Adventures of New Avengers." Uh, um. And then. Uh, uh, confused gal says dope. Uh, Gecko says I miss when Spider-Man was in the Avengers. That's an interesting thing that I actually I I, I haven't brought up enough in the, however long I've been doing this show. Um, back in the day, Avengers didn't have the most popular heroes uh, because X-Men and Spider-Man were like the most popular heroes, right? And we didn't have any X-Men on the Avengers other than Beast. Like, and yeah, like, that was a big deal. And that was a big deal. And you didn't have Spider-Man on the Avengers. Spider-Man t- teamed up more with Fantastic Four than he ever did the Avengers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then when New Avengers came out in like 2002, 2003, maybe? Around yeah. uh, Around that time. Then they were like, no, let's put our flagship characters in one title. They changed like the whole makeup yeah. of Avengers. You know, it was Captain America, Iron Man. They brought Wolverine in. That was his first time. Yeah. Spider-Man's first time in the Avengers. Uh uh, and I forget who else. Um, who else was that lineup? I have it here. Was that the same time that Luke Cage and Sentry joined? No, yeah. that's a different. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a ridiculous team. Wait. They don't need that team, man. Yeah, uh, Ronan's on Ronan. there. Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, Spider Woman. Yeah. Sentry. And then Luke Cage is on this team, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Luke Cage is on this team yeah. at this time. Why he's not on the cover, I don't know. Something must have happened that issue. Because he's on the back cover. Yeah. Right there. So, um, yeah, behind this green screen is my all my books. Luckily, New Avengers is in reachable, in a reachable position. <laughs> um, but but Gecko's saying I missed when Spider-Man was in the Avengers, and that's interesting because that like dates it dates anyone. Like anyone's favorite lineup dates them, right? Like yeah. if you right, uh, it's like uh, uh, you know if your if your favorite Avengers lineup had Wonder Man in it, like Wonder Man and Beast, like that's 100%. such a specific era. One hundred percent. Or like when Hawkeye led the West Coast Avengers, like that's a very specific time. Great team. Um, I was gonna say yeah. I really liked that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you guys wait? Did you guys read the the new West Coast Avengers lineup when it had? Both Hawkeyes and, like, Kate a couple Bishop. other people. Yep. I didn't. I, I oh. collected the first, like, I think two or three, but I, I don't think I've ever read it, which is That's, terrible. Oh. America Chavez was in that one, too, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. For a little while? Yeah. Yeah. And Nora yeah. Mar- uh, Marvel yeah. on the team. Yeah. 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 I, uh, um, I, I, I guess I'm di- – I don't like Spider-Man on the Avengers. I like his interactions yeah. with the Avengers, but I, yeah. I like him friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I don't like him to it. Yeah. Uh, also, I, I want Peter Parker, Spider-Man, like, he has the Parker luck, so I feel like the Parker luck doesn't allow him to play with the big boys, right? No. So he always kind of has this, like, insecurity of, like, am I a good enough hero? Yeah. Right? Like, he'll never be Captain America, and Captain America, on the other hand, is like, you've always been, like, at my yeah. level, and Peter's like, no, that's not true, like, I'm yeah. just a, I'm just a spider guy. You yeah, know? that's why I like his interactions, like big events where he just shows up and then by chance he has to work with them. 
rather than him being on the payroll. Running the team, yeah. Right. And I think that's, yeah, I think that's why we, I don't know why I love him so much, because he's, like, kind of the, like, underdog. Yeah, big time. He's, like, forever the underdog, and that's kind of what I love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, self, Um, self inflicted underdog because he's like a genius yeah. he has all these super superpowers yes yeah would you call him a slacker is he a slacker in I his in his secret identity life maybe a little bit but more so i think it's um self-conscious i was gonna say i think he lacks self-confidence yeah that that nerd he's still that 15 year old nerd that got shown to the yeah. authors he never really grew out of yeah that. yeah so i don't think he's a slacker yeah. I just don't think no. he realizes his full ability. Yeah. Yeah. Doubts himself too much. That's interesting. I never thought I never thought of that. That no matter what, he'll always be who he was before mm-hmm. his the spider bite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Like the spider bite didn't change him. Nope. nope. This is this is deep shit. All right. Yeah, all right. I'm liking this. <laughs> yeah. Uh what's a what's another title that we all read? Um Bounty Hunters. Okay, did you, yeah, did you read the Bounty Hunters? Uh, yeah, Matt Mori out there, big old Star Wars fan, Matt Mori, he's going to like this one. Um, uh, we got, uh, this week came out the uh, Star Wars uh, line of comics from Marvel Comics, uh, War of the Bounty Hunters pre, uh, Prelude. Prelude? Prelude? Prelude, I think. Pralines? Are they pralines or pralines? Anyway, um... <laughs> Pecans or pecans? Uh, uh, it's, it's say pecans. The, yeah, pecan <laughs> sandy. Uh, uh, this was the alpha, right? Alpha, I guess, is the the prologue, yeah. so to speak. Prologue, uh, one shot, one shot, right? Yeah, it's yeah. a one shot. You don't have to read it to to read the crossover war of bounty hunters. Um, um, uh, but at the same time, like I feel like it fills in a lot. Um, yeah. So, do you guys know what war of the bounty hunters premise is? No. Um, have you guys been reading Bounty Hunters? No. I, every uh, time I look at it, I'm like, I, I want to pick that up, but I just, I never do. It's actually yeah. really good. I've had a lot of yeah. fun with it. Um, we've been like going over. Uh, who is it? We have Bosk. Uh, is huge in there. Um, Ooh, I love Bosk. Who's oh, the Bosk? main character? Who's like um, a cyborg-looking guy? Balance. Balance. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then. It's just been like a fun, like if you like Star Wars and Bounty Hunters and action, that's all these issues have been, and it's been so much yeah. fun. And yeah, so, I'll have to pick it up. Mm-hmm. I've, that's always been my fa- favorite part of Star Wars is the other characters, so, not the Skywalker line. It's oh, the randos, and that's yeah. what I love so much about the Star Wars comics. I feel like they have been underrated in the Marvel universe. Um, yeah, because yeah, I agree with that. Because, like, I very rarely is it that I, because I have, I've been picking them all up since they rebooted them in 2015. And very rarely am I like, eh, that was all right. Like, they pick up on all those characters that we don't see all the time mm-hmm. and make a great story out of it. Like, Dr. Afra, like, they created a whole new character who yeah. I now adore. And then um, they did... Uh, like a whole age of resistance and age of the rebellion age of the and um, yeah they did like a breakdown of like each character like through their point of views and it was so good it been yeah. awesome I'll check yeah. that out so um, I and Charles Soule wrote this one who mm. he's he also wrote the uh, uh, the new book that came out uh, Light of the Republic um, mm. 
And then he's been doing a lot of the Star Wars stuff, and that guy knows his shit. Mm. So good. Um, uh, the pr- this issue. Uh, sorry, Matt. We're gonna we're gonna spoil it, but Matt is probably gonna read it and enjoy it anyway. Um, Matt says he always enjoyed non Jedi centric stories. Uh, at least not the focus of explaining Jedi backstory. He doesn't mm-hmm. really care much about that. Yeah, yeah. Because I grew up with the Expanded Universe before the prequels even came out. Like, it was mm-hmm. like, the Expanded Universe was the fiction that we had. And, yeah. you know, uh, Matt says, I muted the sound, so no worries. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's interesting. That, I mean, I guess that works. Uh, but the premise of, of, of this one, or at least this book, and I would assume the premise, I'm assuming the premise of the crossover is they're all fighting over Han Solo. Is that what the the premise of the crossover is? I don't think we all know yet. Because, like, this is one this ends one? with the other bounty hunters taking Han Solo, right? Yeah. Yep. You know? So and, uh, yeah. Boba just kills everyone in that tournament. Yeah. Like. I'm so glad to see him be a badass because he's such a character that people sort of make up their own, you know, reasons why he's cool. In the old movies, you don't really ever see him do much. No, actually, right. no. And it's <laughs> yeah. and it's he's, hilarious he's yeah. that yeah. he had like some of like the shortest like screen time and like mm-hmm. had no lines whatsoever. But he's one of like the most iconic. Yeah, he's a fan favorite for yeah. sure. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, his armor's his armor's yeah. pretty badass. Yeah, that's that cool. armor and helmet. That's like, cool. and he has the slave yeah. one. The slave uh, one's my favorite yeah. worship, So yeah, is it? I, I don't care much about the design, though I do like the gyroscopics in it, that the that's inside why. cabin rotates. Yeah. Uh, uh, but that's why I like the B-Wing. I like mm. the B-Wing for the same reason. Yeah. Because you can fly around yourself. Yeah. Like yeah, when you're in that cool. cockpit. Yeah. Um, the whole tournament in this in this issue was really cool, and the fact that Boba spray-painted his whole costume, they called it nano-spray. I mean, it's just spray paint, but all right, yeah. dude. Nano spray. It's Star Wars. It's nano spray. They had to make it cool. Yeah. It's not plastic. It's not steel. It's plasteel. <laughs> it's like Star Wars. Um, but he spray paints it all black, which is a sick suit, which looks good. Somebody needs to cosplay it. Like somebody's going to. I'm, I'm assuming. For sure will, yeah. I yeah. hope so. Yeah. Uh and then uh he's he goes as Django, like that's his name. And like uh he just squashes that bug lady. He blows up people's heads. Yeah, it, it's a sick ass. It's a sick ass uh, book. For it was any, the issue to you know. It sort of explains why Boba Fett's a, a badass, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. I think this is a really good issue. Like, even if you haven't been keeping up with any of the previous Star Wars stuff, that this yeah. is a great like starter one. Yeah, um, yeah. And then I think this also is going to show like how big, because um, I think this is going to be like the first crossover marvel star wars um mm, they had another star wars crossover did they yeah in the in the beginning with the star wars title and the darth vader title oh. it was like darth vader rising i think it was called mm. the right something yeah. like that yes something um, like that yeah they had a they've had a lot of vaders and everything but yes i forgot yeah. but um i think i this one is gonna be really cool i'm excited yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, I yeah. haven't been reading Star Wars, and I didn't feel like I was missing anything reading this one. So, no. yeah, to, to jump in on. Yeah, right. This is so. a good jumping on point. 
which yeah. is kind of what I what I like to tell. We got 40 people watching us on volume.com slash the Keeg Show. So thank you guys out there for, for watching and us. If you haven't created an account here, it is a free, uh, you can create an account for free and you can chat with us in the chat. We would love to see your chat and what you think about what we're talking about. Uh, right now we're talking about the Star Wars comics, but... Um, Mark uh, just yeah, uh, 25 oh, Mark. Uh, twice. Yeah, thank you so much, Mark. Thank you so much. That's Um, almost as many variant covers as this issue had. There was like 34. (laughs) Really? Yeah, Yeah. man. There was an insane amount. Because I like to, sometimes I like to get, if I'm really into it, I'll get the A cover and then maybe the B cover. More with DC because they're cardstock. But I was looking at these and I was like, I'm I'm good. Yeah. Uh, I'll pass. Uh, I'll not (laughs) Um, even though that this show is about like reading or uh, talking about the comics that came out this week, uh, we got a lot of people that are like, they want to get into comics and like, what's a good stuff, a jumping on point. But I definitely think like if you're, if you're interested in the Star Wars bounty hunters, even though like the bounty hunter series has, has been a certain amount of issues, you could jump in on this one, jump into the crossover and kind of, uh, uh stay up to date on Star Wars comics. Because I'll be honest, back when Dark Horse had Star Wars, I was not interested in the comics. Like, it just wasn't as good. I didn't read a single yeah. But yeah, Marvel I, has Star Wars now, because Disney has both of them. Yes, you know? and I, they've actually been doing, like, a really good job on it. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I just... I've, I've, yeah. really need Vader, Afra, all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know? it sounds so good. It was, yeah. By the uh, way, it's, it's only a matter of time till Afra becomes like a live version. There's like a oh, live. She 100%. has to be. Well, the speculation yeah. on that is crazy for her. Like the her first appearance is just unrealistic. Uh, oh, just, oh I, yeah. I gave up trying to find him. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, I should have. Those are like those where I should have like bought double. Yeah. But you just. You don't think about it at the time, yeah. No. However, yeah. I will say it was really cool because right now, like, Ethan Sack and Greg Pack, they're some of the writers for Marvel doing the Star Wars one. Um, and I was at Star Wars Celebration. And not a lot of people read, like, going back to, like, not a lot of people keep up with, like, comic books all the time. Mm-hmm. And so me just having, like, we're going to be at a convention standing in line all the time. I'm going to bring some comic books. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, reading them. And then out of nowhere, I realized that I'm reading, like, Star Wars with Ethan Pack and like he has a booth that no one's at like it's mm. like this little card table that like no one is even cares anything about and I just go up there like crying and I'm like can you sign my <laughs> issue and like <laughs> like the whole development team on this is it's just so good it's been a lot of yeah. fun yeah I've heard nothing but good yeah. things about it I am just uh I'm scared because it's when I start, so I, yeah, I get one thing, and then I start getting thirty-two variant yeah. covers of Boba Fett, and just yeah, know. it's um, slippery slope. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. Like, I feel like some people like the Star Wars main title isn't necessarily my jam, mostly mm-hmm. because I don't care as much about Luke and Leia and their story Not unless anymore. they affect other characters. I guess. Um, but the Dr. Afra series uh, introduces so many rando characters that are all, like, you fall in love with. Like, yeah. there's that big Wookiee mercenary, Chrysant... Chrysanter? He's a black third Wookiee. What's his... Black... His name is Black Chrysanthemum or something, right? Uh-huh. Like, something like... Not Chrysanthemum, but it's, like, a Wookiee name. 
Right. Well, and then what's funny is that like they're literally R two D two, C P three O, and Chewy, mm-hmm. but like the uh, asshole versions of them. Which oh is yeah, hilarious. I like that. It is so funny, and that's like Doctor Affer. You just it's literally yeah. Star Wars meets Indiana Jones. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Damn, that's right up my alley. Yeah. It's, yeah. She she's is, a bad she's a bad Indiana Jones essentially. I oh. mean, she's not even full. She's mostly bad. She, she, she reminds has me of like stuff. Han Solo. Like she has like a pinch of Han Solo because like her moral yeah. compass like continually like. Mm-hmm. Eh. But more so even. Yeah. And more she worked. So and she worked with Vader for a while. Mm-hmm. That's like yeah. when we were first introduced to her. It was in I think Darth Vader issue number three, um, mm. is when we first because, yeah. Mm. Uh, Black Crescenton. That's his name. Um, and he's like, yeah, he, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I jumped on a, I jumped Star characters. Wars. I jumped on Star Wars comics uh, with High Republic. And that was about mm. those, but that's the only, okay. the, uh, my introduction to him. I mean, I've, I've heard a lot about him. Yeah. And I'm scared to, to die. Cause I love Star Wars. And yeah. I don't want to merge those two together because I know it will be a slippery slope. Oh, it is. Yeah. Especially, like, right now, the main storyline and the Darth Vader storyline are at, like, the same place. So you Mm. have, like, two different perspectives, but, like, the same timeline. And Mm. right now, like, Vader is, uh, like, Padme is my girl. I love Padme. And so you have, like, Vader who is uh, grieving her loss. And you like you see like such a different side of Vader that we never see in the movies, and like your heart like breaks for him, but you're like, no, f you. But you're like, oh. I I did get the issue where um, her handmaids or whatever. Yeah, I got that issue just because yeah. I, someone talked about yeah. it. So I picked that one up. But yeah. Vader's one of those characters that I know a decent enough. A decent amount of information about that I can pick up random issues and sort of yeah. you know piece together. Yeah, m- most together. definitely. Um, and so yeah, yeah. that was because yeah, he runs into her handmaids. Yeah, that one's a good one. Yeah, but but he thinks it is Padme though. Yeah, like, yeah at was, first he's like, one. "What is going on? There's a Padme alive in front of me," and it turns out, spoiler alert, that it's yeah. one of her handmaidens, uh, who's trying to track down the killer of Padme, but yeah. they don't know exactly who yet. So. I think that's Which, uh, super, super interesting. Yeah, I got that one. Didn't Darth Vader yeah. come out this week or was it last week? I think it was last uh, week. Not this week. Yeah, yeah it was last week. Yeah, week. it wasn't this week. I bet. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. So we got Star Wars, uh, 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 you know, War of the Bounty Hunters. Uh, did anyone read this? I mean, we could blow past this real quick if you, if you want to. I can give my my two cents. Did you, anyone read the Batman Fortnite 0.2? I didn't. I have it. Uh, so it, they they drop it on DC Universe the same day. Um, so oh, do have, they? Yeah, so I don't have to buy it. Um, yeah, I haven't read. I read the first one, and I liked it for what it yeah. is. You know. Yeah. Uh, but I, I didn't read the second one. I haven't read the. Yeah. I'm halfway through the second one, yeah. but okay. It's interesting. Like, in, but I don't know much about Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I felt like I had to read it to read it. Yeah. And it's you had to play it to read it. No, no, no. I had to just like read it to say, well, not oh, to okay. say that I read it, yeah. but to like read it so I could, um, because so many people were like, oh no, this one's like a hot item, like you have to buy yeah. it. My store has, I think I'm gonna go, I think I'm gonna go buy it. Per, my store has a limit one per customer, so it's interesting. Oh. It's See, it also I, comes with a code, yeah, yeah. right? 
So that was yeah. like a big buy-in. Well, I, I want to say buy-in, but like the collector of it is that when every issue has a different skin for your character in Fortnite. Yeah, I will yeah. say that's genius on um, you know DC's part because yeah. it gets people buying comic books that would never buy comic books. So yeah, pretty genius. Also, but, genius on Fortnite. It's like Fortnite has been doing like crazy merchandising with like yeah. like like Sarah Connor is a skin and yeah. Terminator and 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 Ripley, Ridley, yeah. Ripley, Ridley. Who's Ridley? Ripley? Okay. Ripley? No, Ripley is an alien. Okay, who's Ridley? Ripley. Ridley is from um, Metroid. Not is that Metroid. that dragon thing? Ridley is from In Super Smash. Yes, 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 okay. yes. It's that it's that weird dragon thing. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I'm talking about like Sigourney Weaver's character and yeah. and the alien, and you can get a predator. Like there is like they've gone wackadoodle like yeah. with with all the characters that have been in Fortnite. But in this issue, um, okay, this zero point, uh, you know, Batman Fortnite crossover is way better than it ever needed to be. It could have been a soulless cash in. You know, where mm. it's like Batman punching a tomato guy. Yeah. Like they could have just been that. And like people would have still bought it. It would have sold For the sure. same amount. People would have gotten the codes, gotten the collecting. They could have done that. But this issue specifically, this Batman Fortnite 0.2 is it's memento. Mm. It's 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 literally the movie memento. That every time the storm, if you've played Fortnite, like the length of each game of Fortnite is a, a decreasing storm. So mm -hmm. it's like a decreasing circle, and then whoever's last person standing is last person standing. So they use that in the plot, and they're making sense out of a nonsense uh, yeah. uh, video game. Uh, but basically, Batman is etching clues into his, into his armor before the storm closes so that he can have those clues when he loses the memory for the next round. Like they all every time people die, they come back to life, but they come back to life without memory of the, the previous match. And I so the art, loop. the art is way better than I would imagine a promotion. Your cat just scared the baloney out of me. Yeah, he doesn't know. <laughs> I, I had no idea. Oh my gosh. He I was like, something's coming out of your window. <laughs> yeah. Be careful. That's why I try to like lean over because he, he does that. Um, yeah. The art is way better than I ever expected to be. Usually with promotional company crossovers, they get the cheapest artist ever. The yeah. covers have been amazing. I know that there's a, uh, maybe issue four is going to have a cover, a variant cover that has Batman versus Snake Eyes on there. Definitely getting that one. Oh, okay. Because I, I like G.I. Joe and I like Batman. Uh, but yeah. the, covers, the covers are gorgeous. The interior art is amazing. And it's just, it's like you said, it's better than it ever needed to be. It didn't need to be this good. I'm like, like even this ep this this issue because the first issue is a little bit different. The second issue is a little bit different. Second issue just being memento based, and it's like Batman being like trust the cat. Like he yeah. he keeps writing like trust the cat, and he he has his he like every time he respawns, he goes to his clubhouse. He mm -hmm. has all the clues that he's left for himself, and then he goes and tries to find Catwoman or the cat because there's another character that's this buff guy with a cat head. Yeah. And he's like, is that the cat? I don't think that's the cat. Uh, and then Catwoman's there bearing a lot of midriff, by the way. It's it's kind of like Padme in episode two, Attack of the Clones, where it's like she's wearing a full piece suit, but then for some reason it gets ripped just right across the, the <laughs> stomach 
and it's just a top and pants now. Like that's what Catwoman's outfit is in this. Um, but other than that kind of gratuitous uh, Catwoman costume, uh, it's a really good issue. Oh yeah, I issue one I was skeptical on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I didn't know where it was. I mean, like with a lot of issue ones, issue ones are hard, yeah, um, and fun. especially this one because you have two very big concepts. Yeah. One, um, one book. Yeah. yeah. And so I was yeah. just, but I don't know if it's one that I'm going to continue because I don't know much about Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like yeah. I'm just, um, I feel like I'm one of the Fortnite characters who are just like running around. <laughs> don't don't you feel closer to Batman then if you don't know what Fortnite is? Because like Batman doesn't know what Fortnite is, so yes. then. You're yes. solving the mystery with Batman, kind of? Yes, 100%. Except for, like, this is actually like, a cool topic with my students because they love Fortnite. Yeah. And so I'm like, I know Batman, you know Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Let's put our Fine. minds together. Yeah. But. So. You should buy them the comics. I'm just. Um. You know. So I do. I. Yeah. I have, uh, right now I'm not allowed to because, like, I can't share books with students because of COVID. Mm. So all, oh, okay. all my books, all my comic books are like stored away. So like I buy, I myself don't read Thor and Loki, like Double Trouble. Um, but like I'll yeah. buy those for like my kids. Um, oh, oh that's yeah. Cool. That's but, cool. How old are the kids that you deal with? Uh, that I deal with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I realized that after I said it. I'm like, why did I just say teach? But whatever. Well, I, like, I used to deal with kids too. So I, I deal um, with it. I'm like, hello, it's time to deal with you today. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I have six seventh and eighth grade. So okay, okay. Age it's a mid- middle school. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. Okay, that's but, cool. That's a well, wide age gap because like kids are just going through puberty. Like it's just because I went to a, a junior high which was seventh and eighth grade. Matt knows what I'm talking about. Same. We went to the same junior high, okay. and it was just seventh and eighth, and that was a big enough gap. Because, like, eighth graders would be like, scrubs, scrubs. And the seventh graders like, no, no. And, like, that was seventh grade. I can't imagine putting sixth graders in there. Well, I have to change. uh, I have to to almost, like, act differently with each of them. Because, like, with my eighth graders, I could be, like, sarcastic and, you know, joke around with them a little more. And then with my sixth graders, like, I'll, like, say a joke and I'll be sarcastic. And then they'll start crying. I'm like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. We're friends. No, but it's a little different. I teach uh, uh, kiddos with uh, learning disabilities, mm-hmm. and um, I, I work with a lot with like in the autism field. And um, please don't make them cry. They make me cry. It's fine. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they walk in. You're like scrubs, scrubs. Middle schoolers are they are brutal, and especially yeah. like. I, my some of my kiddos who are on the spectrum, they have no filter, so mm. they'll be like, "Your hair is ugly today." <laughs> Thank you. I love that. <laughs> love you guys. My, my my go-to, not that I've ever used that, is your butt's ugly. <laughs> Take that, kid. No, you have to be careful. I probably like get sent to the principal's office for saying butt or something. I don't know. Oh, but one of the best things was it was pajama day, and so I wore my spider my Spider Man onesie because obviously, and I walked yeah. into the class and I got called a rejected Teletubby. Nah, that's great. And oh. I couldn't I couldn't even get mad at them because it was a really good one. That's great. Yeah, 
That they're just bad. roasting you all the time. You're like, ah, this hurts. Yes. Uh, honestly, I, I've, I've worked with kids of so many different ages. Junior hires slash middle schoolers are the worst. They're just imagine. the worst. That's weird. I've worked with high schoolers. I've worked with elementary school kids, preschool, kindergarten, and like uh, junior high are the worst because they're acting out. There's like the little boys that are trying to like impress the girls, and they're like, "What's up? Ha! You you flinched," and I'm like, "Okay." No, it's funny, and it's I don't know. It's a perfect age for me. I'm like, you're awkward. I'm awkward. Where yeah. do we care? Um, <laughs> no, they're funny. I I love it. Yeah. Um, I remember, uh, as we segue back to the comics, I remember what my homeroom teacher, um, Matt, I don't think that, because I was talking about this on another episode, my homeroom teacher in junior high had comic books in the class. And so during like our 45 minutes of homeroom or 20 minutes or whatever, it was like, find a comic, read a comic. Like that was my morning. So that was really cool. Um, um, Mr. K- Mr. Const- K- why am I telling you that Mr. Comprende? It's not Mr. Comprende, but like, it wasn't Fetso. It wasn't Fetso, Matt. I know you said that last time. Anyway, he had comic books. So he had like Daredevil. He had the one where uh, uh, it was Daredevil and Electra Bullseye. I forget. Uh, I forget which run it was, but that one was crazy. Um, but anyway, bringing it back to uh, uh, what we read this week. Um, do you guys read X-Men comics? Because X-Men comics are like my absolute favorite. I love X-Men through and through. Yes and no. I've been reading... Um, I, I was like a pick, and I stopped for a while because I was getting a lot. So, but I recently have jumped back on. So I haven't read Hellions or uh, what else, Marauders. Um, Marauders this week, yeah. Yeah, but I've been... So what I did... Way of X? X Away? Yeah, um, Way of X. Way of X. And then... Uh, Children of Adam. It's- yeah, that one's interesting. Yeah, I've got yeah. Children of Adam. I got I keep with the main storylines. Like coming off of Hickman's run, I got the first if- issues of all of the spinoffs, but then after that, I stopped because uh, it would just it took up my entire pull list, and I was like, um, yeah. There's a lot of X Men titles now. I'm gonna and wait. I them all up, though. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm gonna wait for I- trades on the. I trade those. Yeah. 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 Um- but I was excited to read the Curse of Man thing because mm. yeah, uh, because okay. have have you guys been reading any of the Man Things yet? Mm-hmm. I have not. Do they all tie into each other? Because it's Man Thing teaming up with different people, right? So there's this a Spider Man one, right? X Men. Yeah, there was an Avengers one. There's a Spider Man one. And now the X Men. Yeah. So there was. Uh, so yeah, there are four. No, three. I think there's gonna be four or five. Um, but I do recommend reading the other man things because they're like it does actually all tie in mm. together. Okay. So even though it's like separate, they all end up tying in. Actually, I really enjoyed the story. So I want to okay, start reading that. Swamp Thing though, um, because oh, okay. yeah. I I like just green mossy swampy characters, um, and I want yeah. to see like how they compare with each other because yeah. I don't think yeah. they've ever ran a, well i don't i can't say ever but they haven't ran a swamp thing and a man thing cohesively yeah wow. okay it's uh, a story. all i all i know about the man thing is that all who fear like burn at the man things touch or whatever yep. like i know that like people light mm-hmm. on fire and then i know that there's a nexus of all realities in his swamp 
yes. in the Everglades. Yes. And that's all I know. Ooh, like, we get- I know more about Swamp Thing than I do Man Thing. Okay. Swamp Thing's DC, Man Thing's uh, Marvel. Yeah, I know more about Swamp Thing. Well, and it was cool that they chose to do uh, Man Thing right now because Marvel did it because it's the 50th anniversary of mm-hmm. Man Thing. Um, okay. But, and they introduced a new villain in here. So. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, she's in the, uh, her first appearance was in Avengers uh, Man Thing. Okay. Um, uh, funniest thing I just remember about Man Thing is a joke that Wizard Magazine once made, and they were, they made a, because there was an issue called Giant Sized Man Thing, number one. Mm-hmm. And they kept making fun of Giant Sized Man Thing. Uh, in an issue of Wizard, and that's like one of my earliest memories. I was like, "This can't exist, right? This isn't yeah. a real, not a real title, right? Giant sized man thing." That's correct. All right, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will say what, what, one more thing about teaching, and then I promise I'm done. Yeah. Um, what the hardest thing about being a teacher is not saying that's what she said after everything. Mm. Oh yeah. Middle schoolers are like, I can't get my pencil into the, I can't get it in the sharpener. Like, it's, I can't get it in. I'm like, I can't get in the hole. Can't get in the said. hole. Yeah. yeah. It's the worst. Okay, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, um, Lex, you didn't read Marauders or Hellions either, right? I did not. No. I jumped okay. off of those. I'm going to give my one sentence premise of both then before Perfect. we move on. Um, just because I got it prepped. Uh, we got Hellions, number 11, right here. Basically, there's a... Uh, and this is not going to be a sentence. This is going to be 10 seconds. How about that? Okay. Uh, basically, I'll you explain uh, this because I think that you definitely yeah. should. I'm going to run to the bathroom yeah. real quick. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, uh, so Hellions, uh, 11, basically Arcade, the, the X-Men villain, has... Uh, he's trying to create... Uh, put everybody in an illusion by uh, using Mastermind's power. And then he's he took... Mr. Sinister hostage to create clones for him to use for his own machinations. Uh, and so the Hellions, because Mr. Sinister is one of like, he's the leader of the Hellions kind mm-hmm. of in a weird way. Yeah, um, that. Uh, we got, we got mastermind in this, in this issue doing a big old illusion. We have um, the Hellions team, but this issue mostly focuses on, focuses on Psylocke who is mm. Quanon, um, as opposed to Betsy Braddock, who yeah. is now Captain Britain. Mm-hmm. And so, um, uh, Quanon, uh, is, is dealing with her own stuff. She's in that, like, like mastermind illusion place. And then there's something going on with her and Grey Crow. Uh, mm. you know, Grey Crow? Yeah. He was a weird addition. I remember when they first, they had the, uh, the silhouettes of who the hell yeah. were going to be and everyone was trying to figure yeah. it out. And he was a weird, weird choice, but. Yeah. Cause he was, uh, one of the original Marauders, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, of that Marauders, not the current Marauders yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, thing. But um, Grey Crow was originally called, uh, and this is uh, deemed offensive, uh, uh, and that's why he goes by Grey Crow now, but he was called Scalp Hunter for the yeah. longest time. His name was John Grey Crow, Scalp Hunter. Mm-hmm. And I remember the, Marauders, the Marauders were all murderous psychopaths anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess you don't feel sorry for John Grey Crow, and I didn't care yeah. Uh, uh, not about the name, but it's just about him as a character. But in this, all the villains have their new motivations now, now that they're kind of given a utopia to be on. So uh, John Greycrow has a soul, and uh, it's nice to see him kind of being... He, he's in love with Quanon. He's in love yeah. with Psylocke. So 
Um, it's kind of nice to see that. And then Havoc's all over the place. Havoc is a mess, dude. I like, love Havoc, though. Right now, Havoc is a mess. Like, there was an illusion of Madeline Pryor, like, having Havoc on a collar and a leash and Havoc mm. just being like, I'm a dog. <laughs> like, that was yeah, it's weird. so weird. Havoc is so weird, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like him, but they kind of messed him up during Axis, I think. Yeah. Where yeah, they were yeah. like, yeah, he's bad now. And, and then they kept him bad or something like that. Yeah. And yeah, then he scarred weird. his face. Uh huh. And like it became this thing. Um, so that was uh that was uh uh Hellions and then Marauders. I loved this issue of Marauders, Marauders 20, because it was a love story about not a love story, love story, but it was like a love letter to Storm. And it was mm. a bunch of characters around the dinner table, they're drinking, and they're like, This is our favorite Storm story, as they're mm. telling it to Storm, because Storm is leaving the Marauders team. Um, because of the Hellfire Gala of some sort, I think it has it's tying in with that, which is by the way going to be crazy. I'm looking for this. Hellfire crazy. Gala. I will pick up all of those. I'm yeah, gonna, um, just Storm is one of my favorite characters ever, and so basically all of their stories are about how not only is she badass, like each character has their own view of Storm and what they they like prioritize her as or whatever, however they see her, their perspective, and so like some people see her as a as a mother. And some people see her as a just a badass. And like in these different stories, like she she like liberates um, a girl in India who like a mutant girl who is like essentially a slave being used to use her powers, mm-hmm. you know, for for this like shipping company or whatever. And so like uh, if you love Storm, it's definitely worth picking up. Uh, is that Marauders? And I love Storm. Twenty. Uh, Marauders. Uh, Marauders twenty. I'll yeah. pick that up. That sounds cool. I do yeah. like Storm a lot. Me too. Yeah. That sounds cool. And uh, it's Order. fairly a fairly a, a, a good jumping on one, because uh, it's not a one-shot, but there's not much in uh, that leads into the next issue or even something that came before that. So, you know, that's definitely, that's definitely something. Are you guys reading The Immortal Hulk? Because I keep hearing good things about it, and I am not giving it a shot. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been collecting it since it started, so I'm. It's one of those yeah. things that I know it wasn't gonna last forever, so I wanted to stick with it towards the end. Um, yeah, I'm gonna throw the image up if you want to talk about it, Lex. The Immortal Hulk. This issue specifically was really, really good because um, it was sort of uh, it dove deep. This is like one of the first things where it so it might be off. It dove deep into sort of like the inner turmoil of the Hulk, and these last few issues have been talking uh, more about that. The art is still amazing, in my opinion. Some people don't like it, and some people think that Immortal Hulk has gotten weird. It's been a weird book since, like, issues. I've seen, I've seen like, panels and pages of it, yeah. and, like, we're talking, like, people crawling out of people's, like, selves, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Hulk getting trapped like body up. horror, so, right? Yeah, it's body a lot horror of body, is what it's called? a lot of body horror. And it's just, it's more of a taking Hulk into, like, a horror type of book because he is a monster yeah i I still appreciate it i I like a fresh take on hulk and i I think they're killing i think they're not gonna part it it does end in issue 52 so or 50 as well so really yeah is it out right now 46 okay 46 i think it was 46 yeah Yeah, so i I think it's good the art to me is amazing and and it, it really dives into the inner story of the Hulk rather than him just punching monsters. I like that so much. And I think that's what I love so much about comics. Um, 
like over the movies sometimes is that yeah. you ha- you truly see that inner battle that some of these characters have that they can't always put in the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like their their whole inner struggle. Yes, and I think that's so much of the character and mm-hmm. the Hulk it's himself. Like so many people are just it's clobber and done. But no, that's the thing. That's yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But the thing and the Hulk fought like like so ten issues times. ago, right? Yeah, they did. Well, yeah, they did in the in the series. Yeah, um, maybe it wasn't ten issues ago. Maybe it was like two years ago. But whatever. I love it, and it's building up towards the end, and so uh, I'm excited to see how it ends. Again, a lot of people jumped off probably, you know, maybe fifteen issues ago, just because it's, it gets really weird. It does, but I feel like mm-hmm. the whole dealing with his multiple personalities and multiple Hulk personas that is weird in its own uh, and dealing with a man that you know a lot of people don't think about a man his body transforms into a giant monster and then transforms back they don't you know think about the psychological aspect of that and transforming yeah yeah like gaining 700 pounds and then instantly losing 700 pounds yeah and and so it, it's a really good book. I, I like it. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of Anna. Oh, what? No, 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 go. Oh, I was just going to say it reminds me of Animorphs because I, I'm a big Animorphs fan. It mm-hmm. was amazing. And it was body horror for kids yeah, because they would sure. talk about how when they morph, their bones crack yeah. and shift. And like you hear slurping as your yeah. organs change. And like it was written, it's written into the book. Like the book is not just a kid's rom. It's yeah. like definitely like a young adult book. Um, so that, I mean, I can't imagine like it would be the same thing with the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. book is definitely darker than the usual Hulk book, the him punching giants and other super powered beings. So, yeah. so that's why I like it. I'm a, I'm a Hulk fan also. So. Mm. Okay. That's, All right. I, I hoped, or I wish I would have jumped onto it when it first mm. came out. Um, but it's definitely one that I'm gonna have to wait until trade back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't jump into yeah. no at any I, random point. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I've heard, and I also really like the artwork. But I'm also a fan of darker things. Yeah, uh, and the weird, gruesome type things. So it was like right up my alley. Oh, this, like this book is perfect. Comic for that books thing, yeah. needs weird gore. Okay, and that's why. Okay, random tangent, real quick. That's why I love the Spider Verse so much. Like it's mm-hmm. the Spider Verse in the comic form. And yeah. then I went to the movie theater, and I was expecting to have like some vampires, and mm-hmm. I, I oh, didn't yeah. get that. So that's yeah, funny. no. Um, uh, Cronenberg, right? That's who. That's like what people talk about, like when it, talking about like body horror is like Cronenberg. Uh, who, who's the director? Cronenberg, right? He does like body horror. Um, uh, David Cronenberg. Move, yeah, because Rick and Morty talk about Cronenberg, mm. like The Fly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, and Scanners. It's definitely got The Fly vibes for sure. Yeah. It was oh, weird. The Fly was like one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. It was weird. It was weird. Oh, vibes. weird. I've never I seen know. it. But, um, I love Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Yeah, that's a good movie. Right. Um, Ambrosia, what's another book that you read uh, uh, You read this week? Oh, I know. Well, has anyone read Heroes Reborn? Yeah. I read it. I read it I today, did. yeah. Yeah. Do, what, do you guys like it? 
Okay, because uh, there was a there was a Heroes Reborn back in like 1996, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I, there isn't any tie-in. No, yeah, no. Not. not as not as far as we know. Thank God. Yeah, I mean the only way it could tie in, I I don't know, is like they they were like, oh yeah, Onslaught's back. Or oh some like, God. or Franklin Richards. It's something Franklin Richards because those were the two big things. It was like Onslaught yeah. Saga led into Heroes Reborn, right? Yeah, it was a uh, Franklin Richards created a pocket universe for the heroes instead of them dying, and so okay, yeah, uh, that's sort of where the Heroes Reborn thing came. Yeah, was, originally. Ex- yeah, yeah. I, I was excited we got Blade though. I like Blade a lot. I like the Squadron they're, Supreme. Yeah. I know that they're a you know a knockoff, but I I like Hyperion. Yeah. Maybe not yeah. this version of Hyperion, the one that we've gotten in recent comic books I, I fell in love with. Um, mm. I didn't hate this issue. I am very judgy because I've read Heroes Reborn, the original one. Yeah. Um, but I was, I mean, I liked this issue. It's the first issue, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was classic, like, House of M alternate reality kind of story where one person has the memory of the previous reality. So that's Blade. Yeah. So Blade's walking around. Uh, for those of you who who have yet to, to read it, Blade's walking around in this new reality where the Avengers never became the Avengers, mm-hmm. but, like, they existed. So Tony Stark existed. He's just still the alcoholic weapons dealer Tony Stark. Yeah. And instead, this world revolves around the Squadron Supreme, which are all past prestiges, homages, some mm. French word, uh, to DC Comics Justice League. So you have Hyperion, who is a Superman analog. You have mm-hmm. Darkhawk? Dark? Dark? Yes, no. Darkhawk. Well, yes. It is Darkhawk? Uh-huh. Also, I just realized how much it sounds like Darkhawk. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure. <laughs> Which, like, oh. random, but Darkhawk turned 30 this year. So, there's that. The character? Oh, okay. All right. Uh, uh, we got, we got, uh, who, who's Dr. Spectrum, right? Dr. Spectrum, he's yeah, the he's Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Uh, uh, you have the Wizard, Power Princess, who, Power Princess, who's drawn exactly like Wonder Woman. Exactly like, like Wonder Woman, yeah. She's exactly like Wonder Woman. She just doesn't have a star on her tiara. Yeah, like, I got the Art Germ, the Art Germ variant is the one I got, and it's, it's Wonder Woman in black. I had yeah. to do a double take. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah. is this a crossover? Yeah. yeah. It's Nighthawk. Nighthawk, Nighthawk. Not, not Darkhawk. Okay, Nighthawk. Okay, that makes sense. Nighthawk yeah. works. Uh, also, there's like Darkwing in Invincible, right? Darkwing, mm-hmm. I think, was that character in Invincible. Anyway. There, um, but there is a Darkhawk, too. There is a Darkhawk. Dark, yeah, yeah, he turned 30. Not the one in... Who's Darkhawk? Uh, he is... Which They came out with an issue, like... A, Actually, this is a pretty cool issue. It was Dark Hawk, and it was like it's three different stories in there, and it talks about like the past, present, and future. Um, he... Is he the intergalactic guy? He's a cosmic hero, uh, Chris Powell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was, yeah, I know. Dark really big, Hawk, in the, yeah. really big in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he uh, he dies in well, at least one of them dies in Avengers Arena. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, Poop34 says New Warriors. He has a dark gem in his armor. Poop34, yeah. what's up, Paul? Uh, Paul's out there. Paul knows what's up. Um, um, and uh, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Oh, uh, 
Oh, so the thing about Heroes Reborn, though, is that this world is almost like a DC world, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it revolves around the Justice League, well, Squatch and Supreme, Mm -hmm. and, but they're also doing some more, I would say, ham-fisted homages. For instance, Peter Parker is not Spider-Man, he is a Jimmy Olsen character to Hyperion, Mm -hmm. right? And then, and then Gwen is, no, no, no. Is Gwen like a Batgirl type character to? Yeah, to, from what I've seen, it looks like she's going to be to a Nighthawk, uh, Nighthawk type character. Yeah, and so they're really they're going for the DC comic. Like they're not they're not hiding it. They're like this yeah, is a no. DC Comics homage, right? And Ed McGinnis is the artist, I believe, and I love his stuff. Uh, some people don't like it. I am a huge fan of his. I do too. Yeah. yeah. He draws yeah. what I imagine is comic book art, like a typical, or not typical, but like textbook comic yeah. book art. Yeah, I like his anatomy and the, yeah. like, he, he draws action figures, right? Because yeah. like, I think I have, oh yeah, I have uh, Natasha Irons, uh, Steel. Oh, that's a good like, one, yeah. uh, I have her, her figurine from the Superman Batman set back mm-hmm. in the 2000s. Um, and that's like, I remember when those action figures came out, that was just Ed McGuinness's art turned into an actual action figure. And it's like, yeah, it just, yeah, yeah. There's so a Lex Luthor in that, in that uh, group, I believe. From yeah. Batman Superman, that was yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, uh, yeah, I like Ed McGuinness. I mean, uh, do you guys like it when the cover art matches the art on the inside or no? Typically, yes. I get that's... disappointed when it doesn't. That was my big problem yeah. with uh, Spider-Man currently. I wasn't the yeah. biggest fan of the interior art. I think it's a little too animated. Of this issue, right? Yeah. 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 And there's like Bagley on the cover, right? Which Mark Bagley is one of my favorite comic book artists or favorite Spider-Man artists. So uh, to see... It doesn't it doesn't say Bagley on the cover. Oh, really? It's... Yeah, because it wasn't Bagley on the inside. It's... No, it definitely wasn't on the inside. No. Vice yeah. Hmm. The interior art for me was way too animated. I did not like it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, I'm excited to see where Heroes Reborn goes. Um, you know, well, I guess we'll see. We'll see if it's worthwhile. It might be one of those things, just buy it in a trade, you know, yeah. when it comes out. It seems cool, but um, I don't know if you read Jason Aaron's Avengers run. Uh, it's weird. So. Oh, the current Phoenix one? Yeah. Yeah. Did you read it at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm up to date with that, with the Phoenix Force, and then Maya uh, gets the power, right? Yeah, Echo yeah. gets the power. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. It does. It's not bad, but it's yeah. just it's just sort of weird. And so I'm interested yeah. to see what this book does and what the yeah. consequences are from like that's my main thing on these event books. Or like what happens afterwards. I hope that it's not just like a oh that happened and we won't acknowledge it anymore. Like, that's my main goal. right. Well, yeah. and I was reading that because I, I felt like that's what happened with King and Black. That yeah. there's like no, there's sort nothing. of let down at the end, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I was reading, and someone said that maybe the reason for this whole like New Earth reborn was because of the events that happened in King and Black, but maybe I I don't think so. I think it's Mephisto, think so right? Because yeah. Mephisto brought Coulson back from the dead. I think Coulson, it's a Coulson works for Mephisto now. Yeah, it's a Coulson thing. Because you can see Coulson's bad. Grimacing, he looked as the president in Heroes Reborn. Yeah, yeah. Coulson is the president, and also the the villains are are um, 
are uh, smashed together. Yeah. So it's almost like an amalgam. It's it, it reminds me of the amalgam universe uh, mixed with like House of M. Yeah, or they did um, they did what was it called? Warped raps. It's something where they were combining characters. They did like Captain America. Oh, and, Infinity and, Infinite Warps or like yeah, yeah. In, yeah. They did something Infinity like that. Warps because it was yeah. a play on Infinity War. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's something like that because they have Doctor Doom and Juggernaut and then yeah. Red Skull and Venom. Venom, yeah, yeah. As Black Skull, Air Air Venom. There's yeah. a lot of cool stuff. I mean, but yeah, if it's if it doesn't have a payoff, then I'm not. It's just it's event fatigue, I imagine. Yeah. And why Blade? That's also one of the things. Like, why is yeah, Blade pushing, the specific one? pushing Blade for some yes. reason. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, that he was in King of Black. Yep. Um, okay. like, he, he on the Avengers. Yes. Yeah. But, like, either give him his own series or... Yeah. Stop. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I personally really like Blade, but I feel like he's just... Uh, in, I don't know. They just throw him in. I like Blade with like Blade's universe with like the Midnight Suns with yes. Ghost Rider yeah. characters like that. I don't I don't think he really fits with the Avengers, but no. well, I was no. thrown off to see him like in even King and Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a weird. Yeah. King and Black was a weird event. I I love Venom, but it was it was a weird event. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it was really long too for like the for the payoff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. There was a lot of, it was a lot of hit and miss. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't know what the payoff is. I will end up reading it and it's fine. I will, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, no, I think the people that even read it don't, I don't really know what the payoff is because I it just kind of, it just kind of ended. Just spoil, spoil the payoff, Ambrosia. If you think there was a payoff, let us know. What's well, the, what was the payoff? We find out that um, Eddie Brock turns into, he's the, he's now the, what's his name? He's now King of Black. Yeah. He is, okay. he takes over. No. Yeah. Well, he's not, he's not Noel, but he's now, he now has okay. that role. And now he's like the symbiote god. But they've, in, but they've instantly said that Noel's not gone. Yes. Yeah. So it's and like, then, and then what's like, the point? <laughs> and then I don't understand what they did with Dylan. Like, yeah. like, I think they were yeah. leading up a lot about Dylan Brock and then we're like, okay. Yeah. yeah well. He was supposed to be like the chosen one and then it yes. just fizzled out. And then, you know, yeah, it was Silver Surfer and... Yeah, Silver was, Surfer popped in in, like, the fifth issue, and he was a big deal, but then he wasn't a big deal. Yes, <laughs> and, just, and that's why I was yeah. I was kind of confused. Like, yeah. I loved... Okay, from the King and Black series, like, Venom, that was my favorite, like... Yeah, Venom was cool. Thor was cool when I, whenever he was in there, but he was another character that popped up for, like, uh, shock value, and then... yeah. Uh, well, and yeah. same with, uh, what is his name? Uh, Eternity, uh, no, I don't know. Um, he was there at the beginning, and then he was in The Return of the Valkyrie, and then some of the Oh, time- Sentry. Sentry, thank you. Yeah, Sentry was like their secret weapon, oh. and then he, spoiler alert, instantly gets murdered. Right. That's in the first issue, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah I remember, because... Cause he 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 like pulled up uh, in what New Avengers he like destroys Carnage right he does that to and Carnage so like, and then in uh, a Siege the big Siege crossover he does it to yeah. Ares uh, and then yeah he finally gets right. it, he gets payback in this one yeah because um, they do it to him right yeah yes 
Which is, weird, then, is a weird, it's a weird die-in though, because then he was like metaphysically alive still in Valkyrie, Return of the Valkyries or whatever. And it's, uh, mm. There was just a lot of stuff going on. Um, there, there was a ton of stuff because then, like the with the Return of Valkyries, like I thought that was going to be another story with like Sentry as well, and it didn't. It gave us a no. whole nother story. It was just in it. It was weird. Yeah, a lot. Of, yeah. it needed a little bit more like cohesiveness, but. Yeah, Venom's cool, so you can't really. He's gonna sell yeah. books. No, and that's uh, like is Flash is Flash Venom at all? Flash, Flash Thompson. Is, Flash is gonna be back if he's not back. I can't remember if he's officially back in the book. Okay. I uh, yes. But he's back in Extreme Carnage, which is like the next symbiote thing. Okay. Bye. Extreme Carnage, as opposed to Maximum Carnage, which was previously right. Yeah. Yeah, because what there's Maximum okay. Carnage, Absolute Carnage. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Carnage, we could segue into uh red what sorry. Red white blood. Yeah. Black, right white here. blood. Yeah. Black yeah, black white blood. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh um, I, I have not read this. I have been this is number three. I haven't read any of them. Um, so tell tell me about them. Um, uh, they're anthology series, which Yeah, I like I, a good anthology. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so for all, so I think now we have nine stories because there's like mm-hmm. three stories in each in each issue, and yeah. they're all written by different writers and uh, all done by different artists, um, mm. which has been pretty cool. Uh, I liked it, like in the first issue we have like uh, the last one. It was like uh, what, what is it called with like the dice? Um, the game? What's the game called? Yeah, no, like, like the last issue was, uh, or the there could be like different story paths. Mm, like choose your own adventure. Yes, yes, thank you. Yeah. It, oh. uh, in issue one, the last yeah. story was a choose your own adventure one, mm-hmm. which is really cool because I haven't seen one of those in a while. So I liked what yeah. they did there. Um, issue one, like there were some really good stories. Uh, there's a couple of stories that I was like, eh. but that's how I am with most anthologies. There's always, for me, in in my personal opinion, there's always one like star story and then it goes like instantly down after that and right. for me these these three issues they look great uh and for me that's for me anthologies are mainly showcasing art and then this book delivers on that it's it's a good looking book yeah yep, the artwork yeah. in here oh. is amazing and it's like what you expect carnage is one of my favorites so it's like what it. you expect from a carnage book and i just like you know other stories that you don't typically yeah. get but also yeah. if you like legos they came out with carnage and venom lego heads which are amazing yeah oh the lego heads oh i thought you were talking about like the lego minifigures because i thought you were gonna say they just came out with a new lego set because i do love legos uh i don't know if, if you'll be able to see like I got my Legos and okay. my books and my shit, right? And that's just not even all. Do you that? see the video I tagged you in with all with all my Legos? I don't know. I gotta. Is it on TikTok? Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll look that up. Um, I don't know if I saw it. The Star Wars um, Legos are my jam. And Harry Potter. Maybe. There's also another TikTok Lego girl, so I might be getting them mixed up. So. I will look at that. But, no, the Venom and Carnage Lego heads are so cool. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't get the Lego heads. I, I like to get, like, the sets and stuff. But um, is Lego heads the big, like, 
they're like busts almost, yeah. but they're the full like head. Yeah, yeah they're like yeah. Yeah, they're fine. I thought you were gonna say there's a new there's a new Lego set that had Carnage in it and it has Ghost Rider, it has Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider, so it has oh, his cool. car and Robbie Reyes uh design, like because he's specifically different than the other Ghost Riders. So mm-hmm. it, and then it has Spider-Man in it. Um, um they are coming out with a daily bugle um Lego set this summer. Uh, and it's I already have a Daily Bugle one. There's well, another there's, Daily Bugle one? Yes. Yes. And I think Black Cat's going to be in there. Oh, that's cool. Okay. All right. Uh, I All right. It. it depends on the minifigures because I already have a Daily Bugle set uh, that came with like Dr. Doom and Beetle and Nova and oh. Spider Man and J- Jonah Jameson. Uh, it was from the Ultimate Spider Man cartoon. And so, like, that one's pretty cool, but it all depends on the minifigures. Maybe. I'm also, I've been going to, like, at the beginning of COVID, I got so many Lego sets, so I don't, I don't know whether I should get more. I have, I don't, I don't want to talk, I have so many that aren't even built yet, like, hmm. we have. We okay, have, that's too much. You need to build them. Get I, them out of those boxes. I have, like, half of Diagon Alley built, and now I yeah. started that in, at Christmas break, mm. but yeah. I, I haven't had time to finish, because, like, when I build Legos, I have to, like, I'm in the zone. Get in the zone, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like one of those things, like I think I'm gonna build a bag today. No, like yeah, I'm the no. same way. I zone out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You got I, Legos too, Lex? I don't because I have a six-year-old son, and is immediately oh. after we put. I, we do get them, but as soon as we put yeah. them together, they get smashed against the wall. Oh. So oh. It, it what? A tear fall out of my eye, and uh, yeah. so I stop. I stop diving into them for now. Well, do you, do you do the thing where you grit your teeth and you're like? Children yeah. are worth it. I yeah. love him I've gotten so much. To the, <laughs> there was at one point where we would, I would just, I would glue them. I would, I would super glue them. Oh yeah, that's it. And then still, somehow he would figure out how to destroy them. He is, he's an evil boy <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't have any collection uh, bones in his yeah. body. Not yet. Um, not, before, yet. not yet. Before we get going, I do want to talk about some DC series, but I do want to say that the biggest Lego set that I have is the Spider-Man Brooklyn Bridge set. Mm, and cool. uh uh yeah it is because uh, it comes with the whole sinister i think it comes with sinister six i think it's six uh villains in that set so you know that's pretty cool um, um do you want to uh, know my biggest lego set yeah what's yes. your biggest lego set the millennium falcon oh that one's okay. cool that one's big how it's many hours does that take that hey, cool. i don't know yeah it's still in the box oh oh, yeah. oh. it's because it's because Nine books. DC had okay. a, a small week this week. Yeah. 
Um, there was Batman 108. I'm just going to show the covers. So uh, right now, Batman 108 uh, featuring Miracle Molly, which I didn't get to read. Also, the first couple issues or first couple of pages are kind of boring. And I zoned out at Batman 108. Yeah. But that's just me. Uh, Batman 108, is the, it's really dialogue heavy. And I, yeah. I say this a lot on my show that I don't mean that in a, in a sense that I don't like to read. It's just that it, there's a lot of action and there's a lot of dialogue. So it's like, it's a little jarring. Yeah, I I love the art. Yeah, the art's really good. I just zoned out in the first three pages. It was just I I was like, I'm not in the mood to do all this, so I will come back to it. I did the same thing. Um, Ambrosia, did you read this one? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, I'm behind on my DC. I've but you guys um, both read Suicide Squad, yeah. I didn't read Suicide Squad. I read Crime Syndicate. But we will let's talk about Suicide Squad real quick though. Who is Miracle Molly, and what is like? Do we? She, I know we find out in this issue, but like, yeah, she's just one of the um, the, the group of people that Batman's going up against now. Or they're called the Unsane, uh, mm-hmm. and she's just a girl that. So they get their memories erased when they join this uh, sort of movement, and they yeah. get uh, like all kinds of mechanical enhancements and she is a girl that sort of i guess lost her way they don't really talk about her history much but she gets her mind erased and now she helps build most of the technology for the unsane so she's a cool character i originally uh wanted to pick it up this is the first time in my life that i'm collect that i'm pulling detective comics and batman never done it before and I thought Mi- Miracle Molly was related to Mr. Miracle and the huge Mr. Miracle. Yeah, character. that's what I thought too. Yeah. But uh, no relation as of yet. Okay. Well, her color scheme is green. And I don't, yeah. I don't know, like. Her face maybe. is orange ish. So, I mean, it's. Oh, yeah. It seems like it, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it would be kind of interesting to have, have him have a sister. Because that would mean High Father has another, uh, has a daughter. Yeah. That's originally the kind of path I thought they were going to. It doesn't seem like it yet, but we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Ambrosia and Lex, you guys read uh, Suicide Squad three, right? Yeah. No, I I've read one and two, but I haven't read mm. three. Oh, okay. Uh, I haven't read three either. But Lex, if you want to just give us a, a quick spiel for that one. Three is cool. It's tying into. It's uh, starting to crossover with uh, Titans Academy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's con- it continues directly from Titans Academy three. Uh, so it's cool. I mean, I like this version of Suicide Squad. I think it's still sort of weird to see uh, Superboy in this context because I, I like that Superboy Connor. Um, yeah. But I like it. I do like the crossover. I usually don't like crossover books like that, especially so soon. Uh, I, I want to know who the hell Red X is. So anything that he's in, I'm yeah. out. So that's kind of where I'm yeah. at. Um, I've enjoyed one and two so far. I thought yeah. I thought they've been fun. They're not like it is fun, and that's what I enjoy. Like they're just some comics that are just fun to read. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense that no. Talon and Peacemaker uh, or whatever his name Peacemaker, is. Peacemaker, yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense that they're all on this team together and they're hunting yeah. uh, Jesse. Not not Jesse Quick. They're hunting. It's not Jesse Quick. It's Blur Bolt. or something. Bolt. Bolt. Yeah, they're hunting Bolt. It's just it's a fun book, like you said. It doesn't yeah. really make sense or anything. No, like that. and I think that sometimes, uh, like when we read some of these like heavier books, it's just mm-hmm. nice to have like. A getaway. Yeah, I'm just sure. like, yeah. I this person we just got introduced to them and now they're 
they died. Okay. Yeah. And so I, it, it's been, I really liked it. Yeah, it's I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, did you guys read Crime Syndicate number three? No. I didn't read three. I've read one and two. I like the Crime Syndicate a lot. So I love the Crime Syndicate yeah. and the concept, right? Like the evil mirror universe of DC. Yeah. Uh, but this new run, I think it's a mini series. There's only six issues. Yeah. Uh, this new run is about. Uh, it's it's like a restart to the universe. They're, they they haven't um, like in this universe in this uh, universe they haven't gone public with superheroes until the end of issue three, which mm-hmm. means like the whole world isn't afraid of Ultraman. Like we're yeah. often like shown in crime syndicate stories is that like the crime syndicate just runs the world and the world knows, and they just don't want to be blasted with heat vision from yeah. outer space. Like, you know, no, so nobody does anything, but this is like the beginning. So it was, it almost mirrors the dawn of heroes, which actually it does. Cause it brings in Starro. Yep. And Starro was like the beginning of the justice league, right. With mm-hmm. in the old, Silver Age Justice League. Uh, with this, it's like the dawn of heroes, but it's more like the dawn of villains in their universe. Uh, and they all got, so this is the beginning of the Crime Syndicate. Yeah. Um, and I love the Crime Syndicate, so, you know. Yeah, I've read issue I love one. opposite characters. And okay. Yeah, issue one I loved. I'm just behind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, just a nice thing is that um, in this universe, Superwoman is Donna Troy, not Diana. Oh. Um, yeah, which is interesting because as a character, like, if you ever saw Crisis on Two Earths, the animated series, yeah, um, their Superwoman is Mary Marvel. Like, yeah, like their Superwoman is based off of Mary Marvel instead of being based off of Wonder Woman. And this one is based off of Troya um, with Donna Troy. And her lasso is barbed wire. Oh, like oh. her lasso of truth is, a, is, is golden barbed wire. Nasty. Just I'm saying, I, I, I kind of really like that. Yeah, I like it a lot. Oh, oh. It, I mean, it looks good, but like that would hurt. They were just that's this is gruesome. Um, uh, and then uh, yeah, there's a couple other key characters there. Um, but uh, I don't want to spoil the twist with Starro, but you know, um, yeah. there there is a twist there. Uh, and then you guys read Green Lantern too? No. No, I did not. I have it, but I didn't, I haven't read it. Okay. Um, basically, at the end of Green Lantern 1, one of the Guardians dies. So uh, Green Lantern 2 is all about kind of the fallout. And then there's an extra thing that happens. And uh, yeah, I'm not going to spoil it too much then. Uh, yeah. But it's nice to see. I love the Green Lanterns. And I love all of them. And this book has a purpose for all of them. For yeah, the most part. all of them oh. in this one. Yeah. Or most yeah. of them are in this one. Yeah. That's um, cool. And there's a Hawk Woman too. I don't I don't think she's the Hawk Woman, but mm-hmm. she's from Thanagar. And so mm-hmm. she's playing a pretty major role. They might be building up a Hawk Woman who's not Shyera. Hmm. Because I think Hawk Girl is Kendra, is it is it? I'm not quite sure. Yeah, well, be to me. Uh, yeah. I don't know who she is right now. But anyway, it seems like they're building up another Hawk Woman um for DC Comics. So um yeah, a, I saw that. I saw that Joe was uh, Joe from Far Sector was in this issue. I did get spoiled on that. So. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, uh, I'm, a yeah. Huge, I'm a huge fan of uh, Far Sector, so yeah, I'm excited to read that. Uh, uh, she she's really cool, and then she's what one of the universe's greatest detectives. Mm-hmm. She's Earth based too. Yeah, so know? it's cool to see her 
actually work with the uh, Green Lanterns that we know. Yeah. Uh, Poop34 says, isn't Lois Lane Superwoman from the Crime Syndicate? Yeah. That's what I so thought. the original yeah. Crime Syndicate was Lois Lane. Well, her name was Lois Lane, but she still came from the island of Amazons, right? I think. I forget what her origin story was. Um, but she was clearly based around Wonder Woman. But in Crisis on Two Earths, it's Mary Marvel. And in this, she's literally named Donna Troy. Yeah. And so, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Her name is Lois Lane. Yeah, I thought it was Lois Lane originally. I have just started reading DC this past couple of years. <laughs> I'm not. As, oh, yeah? Yeah. So I'm learning. I'm getting there. I'm yeah. getting there. Well, but what's cool about DC right now is like Infinite Frontier. Infinite Frontier is a really good hopping on point, yep. you know, for all of uh, for all of um, uh, uh, the DC titles. So DC, man, should have its cake and eat it, too. They had their yeah. reboot, which is not a reboot, but it was like a refresh. And then it's like a new start. And the only thing they did was just not start with issue one again, which is fine. Yeah, and it seems like they worked backwards a little bit. Like Future State kind of gave everyone a, a glimpse into the possible future. And then yeah. some, of, some of the threads that we're getting like within Batman 108, it leads into some of the things that we saw in Future State. Yeah. So it's like, and Future State wasn't so far in the future that you, we won't see any of that stuff right now. Oh, yeah, for so sure. Definitely, for sure. Uh, yeah, in Titans Academy, each title is dealing with their own possible future state fallout, right? Yeah. And so that's kind of what's interesting because it is a it is a possible future, mm -hmm. and so that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, as we as we close up this episode, was there any final things that you guys wanted to talk about or mention about the comics that came out this week? Um, no, no. We, we went through pretty much, like, went through yeah. a lot of them. There's a couple ones that we didn't get to, but, like, I haven't read it, so then I got nothing to add. But if you guys want to talk about something specific, you know, now's the time. And then we'll, you know, we'll go into goodbyes and plugs and all that stuff. No, well, I think, like, this week, I feel like there was just a lot of, uh, like, there, there, like, it was, like, the sandwich of, like, your cookie, like... We're not yeah. like we're we're kind of like in the middle of like a lot of things right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I mean, we have like Heroes Reborn and everything, but besides like besides that, I think everything else is just kind of like giving us good filler to yeah. Yeah. a lot of these stories. Right, because we didn't get a Justice League or an Avengers or yeah. a T Teen Titans or the X Men main team. We didn't get any big old main team books this week. Yeah. No, I guess I'll say like I'm I'm super excited for Star Wars. Like, I'm excited to see yeah. where this yeah. goes. Yeah. yeah, if you're not reading Die or Firepower, I'd suggest those books. Those books are really good. Um, okay. Like I said, I read typically, not more indies, probably about the same. I, I read a stupid yeah. amount of comic books. Do you like Stray Dogs? I do like Stray Dogs, and I didn't think I was going to. Same! Because uh, I thought it looked goofy. Same! I, I, I almost, like, refused to buy it, because I was like, yeah. ugh. I'm not into this. And then I read it and I was like, okay, yeah. I think I like it. Next time, Lex, because you read so many indie comics, uh, uh, I'm going to ask you in advance what indie comics, and then I'm going to get pictures for that. Because I don't want to do indie comics dirty like that. Like, yeah. I'm not on a personal crusade to get people to diss indie comics. I like indie comics. I just, yeah. I love huge universes full of characters. That's me personally. So Marvel and DC and, like, Invincible was that, you know, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and whatnot. But, like, 
Uh, I'm not here to diss indie comics. Indie comics yeah, are no. great, and they're also a great, like, expression of sequential art that you can just start and stop, and, like, there's a beginning and there's an end for a lot of them. I and why uh, I like you know. why I like indies so much is because since I was, like, seven, uh, I've actively collected comic books, Marvel, DC, uh, the whole lot, and then... As I got older, I started branching out and I still collect Marvel DC. I still am 100% like in those universes, like in the know. Uh, but it's like Ambrosia mentioned earlier, it, sometimes it's good to get a, it makes me appreciate Marvel and DC a little bit when I have a different like palette cleanser with a story that, like you said, stops and, or if it's an yeah. ongoing like Invincible. Invincible is my favorite superhero comic of all time. And so it's, yeah, yeah. it's, for me, it's just like a palate cleanser. Like it makes me, because if not, it, to me, it's just the, it repeats after a certain amount of time. So yeah. it helps mix up the monotony. No, most, I, I kind of agree with that more. Um, especially like you get to see like Donnie Cates who writes mm -hmm. for both like, or for who writes for Marvel, you get to see him do like other things. And so like, if you like yeah. this writing, then you're probably going to like some of these things. And so mm -hmm. it's just because I love Marvel and I love DC. Um, and so, But it's really cool to see some of like, these other stories that you don't always get to yeah. hear or um and yeah. I, like some of these artists and writers have more expression of like mm. their own style and work and so it's i yeah. love reading all of it yeah same i read yeah them all i'm i read too much too not like you know i'm not sitting there in front of my fireplace with a <laughs> pie or anything reading novels i read a lot of comic books so yeah and that's why we're um, here yeah <laughs> uh really quick before we get to plugs matt Morey says how is that cat comfortable with half of its body hanging like that talking to, about your I, cat lex i think he's dead <laughs> oh most no of, most most of the time yeah no that's just um, how he lives man he, he likes to hang yeah. loose hang in there all right <laughs> uh also uh also we got user i am herbie um out there uh on on one of our other platforms that we're streaming to uh asks uh, a general question but it is it's so layered and nuanced that i can't answer it and i don't even want to bring it up but my answer i am herbie is it depends on your reasoning and mm -hmm. uh, uh, no, uh that's no, the question no, i just I, I just closed out a volume uh it's not on volume actually he's on uh he's on the old t-w-i-t-c-h um and so, uh, I mean, I could say it out loud. It's not a big deal, but like, uh, he's there just asking. The, the question is, uh, can I ask a J.J. Abrams question? Is it bad that I'm black and against this black Superman thing? Oh. And uh, 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 <laughs> I, I don't think it's bad, but I think it might depend why. And I think that, that's like yeah, the big that's thing the, when it comes yeah. to these sort of things. Yeah, it's definitely depending on why, because I'm very black. And <laughs> and I'm, a, I'm, against, uh, I'm against what they're doing in a sense of making black Kal-El when we have Calvin and Val. Yeah. There. It doesn't. Yeah. Also, I would love just John Henry Irons getting oh some respect. Cause yes, like, please. I tweeted about yeah. that and everyone was like, they already did that. I'm like, dude, I know that they had a bad Shaq movie in 1997. Yeah. I saw it in theaters. I, that, I, I don't want that. I want a real <laughs> steel. Movie. Right. Well, I mean, you know, there's executives being like, okay, how can we bring steel back LeBron? Yeah, that's what's gonna be. <laughs> like you know, there's yeah. there's there's bound. It's like, come yeah. on, man. It's gonna be bad. Um, yeah, Mr. Terrific. I get it that there's other ones, but I think that there's. I mean, there's haters 
that yeah. are going to hate it no matter what. For sure. Because yeah. I, I feel like there's a classic deflection thing when it comes to minority characters mm-hmm. where it's like, why, why do you have to redo them? Why can't you create original characters? And when you create original characters, like, I don't like that person because they're too black. And it's yeah. like, what? Yeah, so it's like, a you know thin what I mean? Line. Yeah, so it's like either way they're deflecting, they're moving the goalposts. There are certain people, not everybody, who yeah, are yeah, hating yeah. no matter what because they're going to hate and they're just going to say, I'm not racist because it's this. And then when mm-hmm. you go over to that side, they're like, oh, no, no, but it's not, I'm not racist because of this. Yeah. And it's always, so I get it. Uh, uh, I personally think that DC can't even do a white Superman movie correct. <laughs> so, like, Touché. come on, man. Come on. They cannot. You know, so, yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, as we get going, thank you. I am Herbie. Uh, I'm glad actually we got to answer that, um, real quick, you know, uh, um, uh, it's so, it's so layered and nuanced. Um, For sure. before we get going, uh, first of all, uh, thank you to the audience out there that's watching us on, on any of the multiple platforms that we're, we're streaming to. But again, our, our number one boo is volume.com. They've been good to us. We've been good to them. Uh, uh, they're all about uh, creating a streaming platform that's less about games, like other platforms are, and it's more about performers. So musicians, artists, uh, being able to support themselves with their tips and perform the way they want to perform and not get buried under Fortnite, even though we, we were talking about Batman and Fortnite earlier. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't think this this episode buried anyone on this on this mm. streaming platform. But the point being is, is that... Uh, 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 volume's been really good and it's been very performer first, uh, which is really nice, and that's why I like them. So if you're wa- if you're wherever you're watching us, click like, you know, subscribe, do that sort of thing, follow. Um, and if you're here watching us on volume.com/slash the Keeg Show or want to follow us here at volume.com/slash the Keeg Show, click follow and help us out and uh, come check out all our many other shows, which I'll go over in a second. Uh, really quick, thank you Ambrosia, thank you Lex for. For coming on the show, uh, Ambrosia, what are your social medias? Where can we find you? What do you have coming up? Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Ambrosia underscore Linda. Um, and then I am on TikTok at Comics and Cupcakes. And I also have a podcast called Comic Book History Lessons. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, both of you guys have podcasts and both of you guys are on TikTok. And uh, that's how I found both of you. So, you know. Nice. Uh, TikTok's been amazing, personally. Like this past year, TikTok weird, uh, but yeah, uh, creators it's... connecting. It's so cool. Yeah. I found other people like me, and I had like no idea. It was amazing. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. weird platform, but yeah, I've I've had a lot of fun with it. And it's, it again, it's crazy to interact with other people. Yeah, and it's I mean, for people out there that have been like, do they do they dance? Like, what do they mm-hmm. do on TikTok? Like TikTok's not just about dancing. It's like yeah, no whatever videos that. you want to. What it, it's just us. You yeah, know what no I mean? one wants to see me do that. Yeah. Just what, what are we doing? <laughs> uh, uh, but Ambrosia, uh, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. And, Thanks for uh, having uh, me. Yeah. Uh, Lex, tell us about what you got, what you got coming up, your social media, all that jazz. So uh, Wednesday poll, pretty much everywhere, any social media that is available. I spend most of my time on Twitter, though, complaining about comic books and comic book fans, usually. So if you're into that, we can talk. I do hang out on TikTok a little bit. I'm still figuring it out, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like aren't we all though? Almost thirty thousand followers. You, you got it. You got uh, it. I don't. I don't think so. I'm still figuring it out. Um, <laughs> but the basis of everything we do is our podcast. Every Wednesday at 10 a.m., we have a new episode. 
and we review trades. So trades that most people have read and we just have sort of a casual long form discussion about them. Uh, yeah, every Wednesday. Do you tell people what the trade is going into the episode? So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, before I drop the episode, I do like hints and let people try to guess. Okay. And um, right before we drop it. Okay. Okay. Is so. there ever a chance that an audience member could have read, could like read it before the episode? Yeah. Usually if you, usually I talk about it before, like in the episode, like in the episode yeah. before I usually say, oh, next time we're reading. You know, X, Y, Z. Okay. And then we also take like recommendations from people. So, like, the past four episodes have been recommendations from just people in our audience, things that I'd never read before. Like, yeah, uh, three three weeks ago, we read X Men, Worst X Men Ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never read it, loved it. And uh, so I love those kind of suggestions. Yeah, I saw that you guys yeah. did Something's Killing the Children. Which yeah, that was this week. I loved Which blew me away. Okay. First time I ever read it. All right. So good. All right. Um, uh, so make sure that you follow Wednesday Pull out there, uh, uh, the Wednesday Pull list. Uh, Ambrosia, real quick, your your uh, comic history lesson. What was the last episode you did? Uh, uh oh, uh, Bob Kane and Bill Finger. Mm. Oh, the big Bob- old hullabaloo. Yeah, because Bob Kane is a douche canoe. Um, so and do then- you just do you just talk about different creators in each episode? I'm gonna have to check it out. Um, I started like from the beginning, like what the first comic book was. And then, Ooh. um, I'm, I'm only on like on episode four, but like, uh, my newest episode that's coming out is about like the history of Shazam. Mm. Um, Oh, and, like, 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 like we're talking like the Captain what, Marvel. Oh, sorry. oh yeah, yeah. So okay, like, yeah. like how originally he was Captain Marvel and like that, how all that change happened and how we have Captain Marvel and Shazam and all that fun yeah. stuff. That's right at my alley. Is. Tell me, tell me that you t- you get your kids in your class to do free labor for you and write your episodes for you because mm-hmm. that sounds like an undertaking. Like, uh, uh, no, I can't. I love them to pieces. I can't trust those boogers. <laughs> um, but no, no. I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's right up my alley of like I love doing research and I mm-hmm. love. Yeah. Um, well, because, like, when I was on TikTok, I asked, like, why so many people, like, so many people are into, like, the MCU and, like, the like the universe and, like, the movies of them. And so I asked why there aren't as many, like, comic book readers. And a lot of people said that they were intimidated because yeah, they didn't yeah. know, like, where to start. And so that was, like, yeah. how could I try to, like, get people yeah. more comfortable with, like, learning? So that's why I wanted to, like, start, like, with, like, origin stories. and But I wanted to go even, like, deeper than that. And, like, because in some of, like, I mean... We have like Batman who came out in 1939. Like no one talks about like the creators. And so I also wanted to like shine some light on like the people who we like, they're the reason why we have mm-hmm. what we have today. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, I, like I, like I, I love it. I love it. Hi. Um, for everybody out there uh, that's watching, make sure uh, that you follow Lex and Ambrosia on their respective uh, social media. Uh, if you haven't gotten a TikTok, create a TikTok even if it's just to watch people's videos and then follow us, yeah. you know, sounds a little, it's a little self-serving on my part, but <laughs> also even if you don't want to follow the Keeg on, on, on TikTok, that's fine too. Uh, but you can follow the Keeg on any social media platform uh, other than like Grindr and Snapchat. I don't think we have those yet, but you think I should, you think I should create a profile? Can't hurt. Whatever is up your alley. Yeah. Well, 
whatever's up my alley. That's my uh, <laughs> username for Grindr. <laughs> uh, okay. Or, or, or uh, you what was it? The giant swamp thing? It's a giant... Giant, giant size man, man thing. thing. Yes. <laughs> giant size man thing. That's there for a, a comic book Grinder profile. I like it. Uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, uh, so uh, you can follow the Keeg a- a- anywhere, really, uh, that you get your social media. So we're talking Instagram at the Keeg Show. We're talking uh, Twitter at the Keeg Show. We're talking TikTok at the Keeg Show. Instagram and TikTok are probably your two biggest ones. Uh, but if you're catching our streaming shows, we do multiple streaming shows a week. So, for instance, uh, Thursday nights is Comic Talk, 8 to 10 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, we also have the Keeg Back, uh, where I get a bunch of guests on. We shoot the shit. Sometimes we play drinking games. Sometimes we don't. Uh, and we just hang out. That's 9 to 11 p.m. Pacific time on Friday nights. And then every other Saturday, this one's a cool one, uh, we have the Keeg Live, which is Saturday afternoon. Um, and I believe we're doing 1 p.m. Pacific time this Saturday. We're talking about race and the MCU past, present, and future, right? And uh, we have uh, uh, TikTok creator Dr. C. Do you guys know Dr. C? You've probably seen yeah. him. He has books in the background, and he talks about, like, because he, he has a PhD long in, hair. like, race theory. Yeah. Does he have long uh, hair? Not long, long hair. Yeah. Um, uh, but his name is Dr. Gabriel A. Cruz, and so he's he's a, a, a race professor, I believe. Oh. Um, it's Dr. Dr. Dot underscore C. That's his TikTok. Okay. So we have him on the show talking about it. And then we got uh, uh, Terrell Charles from Theories by T uh, on TikTok. Uh, we got him coming in from England. Uh, uh, That's eight hours ahead of us. Uh, he's going to be on the show as well. We're going to be talking about race and the MCU. You know, how they dealt with things, how they're dealing with things, what they're going to do. Things are changing. Hopefully, is it changing enough? We shall see. So we got a lot of shows that uh, that we do here on the Keeg. So you can find that all out. We get our, uh, on you know whatever social media uh, platform that you're watching us on right now. But our big one, Volume.com/slash/TheKeegShow. Thank you guys so much for taking time out of your night to uh, be on the show, Am- Ambrosia and Lex, or watch the show. That is all. Uh, hopefully, you guys read some comics and uh, get back to us next week for another episode of Comic Top. Uh, Once again, I'm your host, Demetri Pereira, and this has been Comic Talk. Take care.